0: You watching me glow, you watching me go, I'm rolling my zone, I'm holding my own. I'm feeling like Bane, I'm breaking your bones. I am a blur, blacking the nerd, so this is my own. This is my zone, and this is a show you already know, like
1: Now we do urge. Flying like a super person. Plus I got super friends. We be teaming up, early.
0: Welcome to Blur Vision, your window into the world of all things geek. Movies, TV, or news. We talk about it every week. I'm Jordan with Arsenio, Samia, Jason, and we are the JSA of podcasting. P- now upgrade to the Defenders. Uh, plus Jason.
2: <laughs> <laughs> We're the Defenders of Podcasting. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, all right. I like that. Defenders of Podcasting. Huzzah. Yes.
0: Coming Huzzah. soon. Defenders, Luke Cage, Jessica Jones, Iron Fist, not only the uh, the show. Definitely. Well, cool. yeah, yeah, you too, I
1: guess.
0: <laughs> 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 not,
2: not only the show, but our cosplay features coming. Huzzah, because my suit finally fucking arrived after six months of production. Yeah, oh, it looks like a real life Charlie Cox.
0: You guys haven't seen him. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you have. If you follow my Instagram page at some point. Probably. Our so Check it out. <laughs> Shout Let's out. talk about you for a second, Jason. Me? Yeah. Yeah, I do. You've been uh, you've been here for like a couple episodes now. Uh, you haven't left. Uh, no. We can't get rid of you. No, literally.
2: <laughs> I'm on your back. <laughs> everywhere you go. Wait. Pop quiz. What's the rating system?
3: <laughs> oh, you ask <asses> to <laughs> <laughs> Do
1: it. <laughs> I'm
3: just not playing with you. Just for that, I'm rating you less than passable. <laughs> oh. Okay, you
0: passed oh. that test. Aww. All right, he can stay. <laughs>
3: for now. Oh, guys.
0: You earned your stripes. <laughs> All right, and this week we are doing something different. Not only are we going to go over some of our 2016 highlights, but we're going to be talking about an old movie. I think for the entire time we've been having a season two of Blur Vision, we've been talking about recent stuff, but mm-hmm. we haven't done a retrospective in a while, so we're going to do a retrospective review of everyone's favorite DC film. By which I mean mine. Bam, bam.
1: <laughs> bam. Oh, fuck you! <laughs> I
0: swear to you. I had a trigger, Jordan, every time. I will dropkick you. <laughs> Man of Steel. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, The movie that kicked off the DC Cinematic Universe and stalled. <laughs>
4: <laughs> the movie that set expectations and then left them
0: there.
2: That's a good, very succinct review. I like that. <laughs> That's- to prove to the comment section that Jordan does indeed like DC.
0: Yeah, because I've been kind of labeled like a Marvel fanboy by the masses. Yeah. I don't know where that comes from, except for the fact that I think Civil War is the best movie of 2016, but <laughs> <coughs> I would say it's the movie that promised us hope,
3: and it's questionable, depending on who you ask. Oh, Man of Steel? Yes.
0: Yeah. We've got a naysayer in the room, which is good.
2: <laughs> we need one person to balance the equation of, you know. That's true, because me and Jordan would just jizz all over Man of Steel, and Jason's like, ah, eh,
3: no. And I do feel like this was like it's kind of funny how you mentioned me being on the podcast. I feel like all these episodes was just like a, tra- a trap to get me here, just to have an intervention for why I should like Man of Steel. <laughs> like, Jason, sit down. We're going to explain this to you right now.
4: Listen, Jason, they keep trying to do it to me with Supergirl. It's okay. You'll survive. That's- you won't be changed. Just
0: have it. Super friends, high five. Yeah. <laughs> Woo. There's a pattern I'm seeing here with us trying to get people to like super
2: things. <laughs> <laughs> We don't we're not the agenda. Arsene and Jordan quickly hide their house of L back tattoos. <laughs> <Yeah.
0: laughs> Alright, so let's get right into it. Before we get into Man of Steel, let's start off with iTunes reviews.
1: Whoa!
0: We have none. <laughs> damn <laughs> 2017. God Damn it, people. We had a good streak. We did. We had like a couple episodes where we get like three every
4: episode. Yeah. Well and we took a break for a little while. So That's true. I understand a lot of you are waking up from that January vacation.
1: Review us. <laughs> Please like us. Also,
4: even if you have something like slightly critical to say, we welcome it. It doesn't have to be five stars. We love that it's always five stars, but you have to be honest to us, so we believe you.
2: If we suck, tell us. Just be gentle, please. Please do. I Jordan cross <laughs> <laughs> no, So you know me. You finish my sentences. Right? Yeah, of course.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So just get on there. You know, like, subscribe our iTunes. Uh, go on SoundCloud. You know, follow us there.
2: Even on our pages.
0: Yeah, our individual Instagram pages. Blur Vision or Arsenal, Riot, Celine, the nerd, truth. the nerd Truth. Do it. Do it and love us. <laughs> oh, yeah, I also want to start like actually accepting um email questions too. Oh yeah. Like, I do like the like the, yeah, the the wide net of podcast questions on my Instagram page, but I would like to get like in like intimate reviews from people. I actually think I have a few, but I don't have them prepared, so I'll save it for next time. Ooh. yeah, yeah. They're intimate. floating around.
1: <laughs>
0: Blurred vision after dark. So,
2: what's your dance belt size? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Huge.
1: <laughs>
2: I've seen his ass. I can verify. <laughs> yeah, it's not a good look
0: from the back. Anyway, <laughs> let's go right into our 2016 highlights. Wait, gonna, I had one job.
1: Question. Oh, there we go. The yeah, I was going to say that
0: too. The, the podcast, podcast question, question of the I week. had one job. And I brought it. And it was really sad. I just mentioned it and yet I
4: still <laughs> And it I obviously still... reminded all three of us.
0: Exactly. Yeah. And yeah, I still forgot. So what does that say? <laughs> Organized. <laughs> <Learned out.
1: laughs> gonna say that.
4: So the podcast question of the week was
0: Well I did two one of which being the uh was the most disappointing villain of 2016.
4: i think that's the one
0: that blew up the most oh my god it did (laughs) Four thousand freaking comments i know
4: i just i wanted to look through them so i would be able to like be in on the ground floor with these answers and i just i saw a flood of lex Luthor, an occasional Mm -hmm. diamondback and sprinkle of doomsday you
0: had to guess which one do you think won Uh, oh well of of the selection it's doomsday and it's sad because when i look at the list like i didn't intentionally do it this way but three-fourths of this list is DC characters. One <laughs> and of, this is one why is we Marvel. think you're a hater. But but are they not disappointing? <laughs> Even yeah. like the movie. I'm not saying the movie. I'm saying the character. The villain, yeah. yeah. So we've got Doomsday from BVS. Diamondback. Can you dig it? Joker. <laughs> Goddamn that impression. And everyone's favorite Lex Luthor. <laughs> <laughs> Papa Jolly Rancher in your mouth. That is
4: a three-syllable word for tiny minds.
3: Yeah. <laughs> so who won?
4: I thought it was Lex Luthor.
3: More than Lex Luthor? That's who I thought it was.
0: I you just saw are so
4: much correct
0: <laughs> by a slim margin. It was actually around thirty percent for Lex Luthor. And like literally, pretty,
4: like almost there for Joker, right? Yeah, it was like yeah. around like
0: 24, 25 yeah, for yeah. Joker, so. and then Doomsday follows. And I think, just I think just by virtue, because I think Diamondback should have won. I my yeah. personal vote is Diamondback.
4: <laughs> no, did no, you ever same. see my comments? Yeah,
0: I did. I tagged you. I, it and I was okay, you so
4: I kept copying and pasting Diamondback over and over so that it was a full page of the word Diamondback (laughs) (laughs) so you couldn't miss it it's like the featured comment right now wait a second
2: I literally just went to the post and all I see is same as post the fact that you tagged me in Diamondback is beautiful because you know what I'm gonna say Diamondback 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 Diamondback, it's literally a whole
4: page it fills your entire
0: phone
2: yeah, <laughs> like
0: I think the virtual. I think it's literally just virtual people not seeing Luke Cage as much as like you know the yeah, DC movies. Yeah, or
4: liking it on the whole, whereas those movies got way more criticism. Yeah, you know it's just sort of easier to hate on the DC movies. They're more mainstream. I think. I think. I
0: think. I yeah. think more people probably saw BVS than that's watched right, Luke Cage yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. So um, I think that's like a big factor. Also, like an honorary fifth mention here: Apocalypse. Yes, a lot. Like it was one of the miscellaneous votes. A lot of people did say Apocalypse.
4: Oh, honestly, I might have voted for that.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> You voted for Apocalypse?
4: I might have voted for Apocalypse if that was was a choice.
0: See, I I was disappointed by X Men Apocalypse as a whole. Yeah. But I I think um his his performance saved it. Like you know what I mean? It
4: made it well, it made it tolerable.
0: Yeah, more so than any of the people on this list. <laughs> Diamondback's <laughs> not
4: tolerable. No,
0: at all. not at all. <laughs> even and That's why I chose late. him because like he has no. At least the other characters like even Doomsday to me has like some redeeming qualities. Like even though Doomsday is not the Doomsday I wanted to see, he still I, had a good fight. He had a good. F-
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't know if I agree with that, <laughs> but I would say that he served the Doomsday role. Like yeah. he did exactly what Doomsday does in the comics. He killed oh, Superman. Superman. Yeah, and he did it in a. That the stabbing was cool, especially how it mirrored
2: the the Zod kill of Jor and in Man of Steel. I'm glad you mentioned that because we were rewatching Man of Steel earlier. And I mentioned the same. I was like, look at this, you get that reference. It's like, no, Dude, I'm like, yeah.
0: When we get into it, like, there's a lot of stuff. It, yeah. it's weird in hindsight, is off topic, but it's weird in, in hindsight that BVS made me appreciate Man of Steel Even more. And then you watching Man of Steel made me hate BBS (laughs) (laughs) even more. Like, it doesn't work both ways. You know what's
4: funny is I was watching Man of Steel and I was like, okay, I kind of get the hatred a bit more now. Like, I understood your hatred more. For BVS. Yeah, because yeah. of Man of Steel.
0: Yeah. And I think I maybe mean, that's Just why I'm such like an angry hater for BVS, because I love Man of Steel so much. So yeah. like it's when they take the setups for Man of Steel and don't follow through with it in BVS, it's like a slap to the face for me. I'm like, yeah. stop slapping me in the face with your cock, Snyder.
2: <laughs> a blue-tinted cock. I wanted to love it. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
3: Not like this.
4: But, but I wonder, my vote is obvious, but Jason, what was your vote for a worst villain?
3: It was a toss-up for me between Lex Luthor and Joker. Mm, okay. And I went with Joker just because I just hated Suicide, suicide. I was going <sighs> to guess so you say Joker. And yeah. it's just, it's, even before that movie came out, I was just... I know. Not for by it, yeah. Adamant. Adamant. I wish I had you in the podcast then because uh, like, every
0: time any new footage or any new like pieces of like
3: media came out Jason's just like nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. Nope. nope 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 this is not my Joker it never will be and time nope. proves you right no
1: <laughs> yeah
3: asshole
0: <laughs> nigga asshole
4: oh my god I only want to say one thing in defense of Lex Luthor which everyone's going to hate me for saying this but right, I'm going
0: to put my pitchfork down <laughs> <laughs>
2: Down, but yeah.
4: I just wanted to say I feel like one of the biggest criticisms of Lex Luthor is that it, he wasn't he didn't play like the Lex Luthor character that we expected to see or maybe wanted to see mm. but in terms of performance if he wasn't supposed to be Lex Luthor he would have been annoying but I don't think anyone would have seen his performances that bad I think it's the fact that it's Lex Luthor that he's playing I agree that, that everybody hates on so what annoys me a little bit about like the fact that everyone voted for him is that it wasn't a terrible performance Like, Diamondback is literally unbearable and Doomsday is one-dimensional.
0: I agree with you, but the question wasn't who had a terrible performance. It was, was disappointing. Yeah. Yeah. so That's like to, to them like you have these high ex- and you kind of nailed it they had expectations for Luthor and because yeah. he is completely divergent from the expectations they, yeah. they
2: wanted the Justice League animated series Lex Luthor yeah. yes. and we got the original comics Lex Luthor who was a mad scientist before the whole business element was factored in
0: <laughs> before the chemical explosion that burned off his hair yes, <laughs> yes.
2: his whole reason for hating Superman is because he lost his hair Yeah. let that sink in <laughs> Absolutely exactly. not for nothing,
3: as somebody, you, with luxurious hair, I think you'd be pretty upset.
2: <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah. I still, I still look at my mom's jeans and I'm like, if I get male pattern balding from your side, I swear to God.
0: <laughs> it's just so wet. Could you imagine if, like, in that moment where he's like, I hate you for making me ball, Superman, and Superman turned around with his charm and was like, but ball is beautiful, Lex. He's like, oh my God, thank you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then they hug it out? Yeah. Like, Credits. <laughs> it's like all credit. <laughs>
2: okay copyright because we're making that shit happen
4: <laughs> add it to the list of skits we need to record we'll,
2: we'll, make, you the, we'll make you the we'll make the black lex luther it's, it's all good it's like King uh,
0: oh my god thank you so much
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> all he needed was a compliment <laughs> basically that'd be fucking hilarious all right in our second podcast question of the week what was your favorite fight scene of 2016 we had about 3,000 comments for this one
4: that's hilarious months, that months. that got like so much less than one. Well,
0: people like to hate. You, you triggered <laughs> <Yeah>.
4: people hardcore <laughs> with the villain
0: question. That's just it. it me, like, internet makes me sad though, because like, it people like to hate. Like, if you ask yeah. a negative question, like, I don't, I don't like being negative on my page. But if you leave negativity, you get more of a response. Yeah. It's, damn our internet culture. <laughs> yeah. But the question being, what was your favorite fight scene in 2016? The options being Batman v Superman, BVS, oh. Airport Battle, Civil War. Or the Darth Vader versus Red Bulls, which I've been told is more of a massacre than a fight, but it's yeah. Rogue One. What is your vote and what do you think people chose? Sam. Civil Sergeant. War. Is that your vote and what you think people chose? That's not my vote
4: necessarily. I'm well, thinking what's your about
0: vote. I want to know what, what you think. Uh,
3: anybody, anybody have a vote? My personal people vote. I... are going to kill me. I- I think people voted for Darth Vader in Rogue One just because it was so badass, but just with a simple fact that it was so short, like Mm. the Civil War airport battle for me, because it just was, it was like a comic book splash page, like just brought to life. We're friends. (laughs) (laughs) This is why we're friends. Yes.
0: What do you guys think?
2: Like, same with Jason, like I think, like I was going to say the the Vader versus Rebels because of how amazing it was, but it's not a fight. Mm. It's more like a slaughterhouse, (laughs) which is why I liked it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But as much as I do love BVS as much as that fight was visually entertaining for me the airport battle is gonna take it because mm. it had so many different elements factoring in and also had like the few quips here know that it did refresh it but it was like all intense action even mm. was just like that whole showdown walking towards it it was like that's like old classic western style yeah so that's for, for why me airport battle wins.
0: I'm, I'm with you 100%. I'll, I'll say it first before Sam goes, because her, her choice sounds controversial. <laughs> <laughs> she hasn't said it yet, but I have a feeling. So, but I'm with you guys in the airport uh, scene in Civil War. It's just like, it. you kind of nailed it, Arsenio. Like, it's got so many different elements in the fight. That's why I like Man of Steel it as has, well. It has the flow. Yeah, like you get that like that that standoff. You get like the little bit of like a, a sparring match at first. Then it gets serious. Then it becomes an epic throwdown. Then you get like the spectacle of Giant Man. You get the Spider Man you've always wanted. You get Black Panther and all his glory face down versus everybody. And he don't care. He don't care.
1: <laughs> he
0: don't. Just that, that entire sequence, like like you said, uh, Jason, it's a, it's a splash page. Yeah. Like it just it felt like a comic book come to life, and not many. Even though like a lot of movies are comic book movies, like like Batman v Superman for example, mm-hmm. like it didn't give me those comic book feels of like nostalgia and just like reading a comic book and seeing those colors and those characters, all just like, like I don't know, it just it gives me those nostalgic feelings of like just being a kid and reading comics again.
2: Yeah, for me and that's like for me with BVS, it did give me those moments sometimes. Like it kicked in like the first shot where you see Batman, like whoa, here I am. Oh, that's yeah. still one of my favorite parts when yeah, he just yeah. flicks him away. Yeah. Instead of fight where it's like the moments, the fighting, and how visceral it gets. Mm. It's like, oh, now Batman's literally going to beat the shit out of you, spears him, and toss him around. It's like you feel the intensity in the raising stakes.
0: You say intensity, but that's why when I say it doesn't remind me of like those kid like feelings of re comics. That's the thing. Because it's not the intensity that I was looking it for. It connects like, me
2: to, to the Dark Knight returns. It's
0: the fun, it's the exhilaration, it's the like just seeing all your favorite characters together. Like Boy, the, this is Frank Miller. That ain't happening. I know, but that's not
2: <laughs> that's like adult Jordan. Like you
0: know what I mean? Like that's not like the, the whimsy of
2: young Jordan. Yeah and that's the thing like, that's the thing that Marvel does. Marvel does reach into more of that childlike hope inside. Yeah. Where you have that like child the child's mother when you see Spider Man it's okay you see Captain America's like, oh my God, I'm a little kid again. Yeah. With the DC universe. It's like, okay, this is the superheroes that I grew up watching, but in our world. So they're they're a lot darker, they're a lot grittier, and that's the difference between them. Both fights were great, but in terms of overall airport battle will get more and also it's a bit longer
0: it's 20 minutes mm-hmm. almost like solid 20 minutes of like varied choreography between multiple heroes that's why it gets the win for me like it's varied and it's action-packed and it's so long it's like Marvel marvels capcom longer than anyone ever thought too like going yeah. into it no one thought it was gonna be that long no nah. no like they're like oh it's
3: gonna be like a quick like five
0: minute like climax battle in the, the movie but yeah it, like, it
3: wasn't even the climax of the movie which is like amazing like there was still like another 20 minutes of the movie after that yeah exactly mm-hmm. love that fight
0: all right sam what would you think <laughs>
3: And say I think what people voted
4: for. I think everyone. I, I think the one that won for everyone was probably Civil War. Mm-hmm. My best fight scene, not because I disagree with you guys, but just because I'm a different viewer, is um, Batman versus Superman. Mm. Because for me, like what makes a fight really good is if I can feel the stakes, and I never felt the stakes in Civil War.
0: There were none. There
2: no, were none. <laughs> one never has
0: stakes. I mean, admittedly, like, in, in the fight, they're basically like, so we're just like throwing our punches,
2: right? We're like, we're holding our punches. Yeah, back no, it's It was time. like a
4: schoolyard skirmish in a way because yeah, it it's was. like everyone just gets off, dusts
0: off, war, and goes to The war back machine might
1: close.
2: disagree. Yeah,
0: you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> he's the only one. Who's Sorry, like, bro. <laughs> Unless you're a brother, there's no stakes. <laughs> and we got sides like, for real? <laughs> this some bullshit as he's falling. <laughs> I need new black friends.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Fuck being the token black guy. This wouldn't have happened to
2: Terrence Howard. (laughs) Oh, shit. It's funny. The
0: other token black guy dodged the blast that hit the other token black guy. (laughs) (laughs) So he was going to hit one of them.
2: (laughs) He had to kill for one black guy. It it was the battle of the black best friends. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. sorry. No, it's okay.
4: No, it's okay. But I mean, like, that's. That's the main reason why, because like it was a great ride when I saw Civil War. Like again, I agree with everything that you guys say and how you mm. characterized it. But I also kind of like I never, personally, never need to see it again. Whereas like I don't really get tired of the Batman
0: versus Superman fight. Oh man, I watched that airport fight so many times. <laughs> <laughs> I love that, that whole
3: sequence.
4: <laughs> and I get it, and I get why. But unless there's stakes, I'm kind of just like I'm waiting for the next thing that does have stakes.
3: But, but you know what? I feel like there wasn't stakes because no matter what, you knew they were going to be friends at the end. We didn't see the Martha thing coming. Good but point. We knew like neither one is going to kill the but other. We knew that <laughs> in the trailer. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. we
4: didn't know that. But the punches and the anger yeah. on both sides, and the way that the way the fight in Batman versus Superman starts off, where Superman's just trying to say like we're playing into his hands, and he can't get a word in edgewise, yeah, and, and that's uh, what happened, just yeah. eventually pisses him off. And that moment when Batman is like, "Uh oh." when his punches don't do anything. I love that moment. Like, those (laughs)
1: moments. (laughs) He's like,
0: ping, ping. Oh, fuck. We're cool, right?
1: (laughs) Yeah, he raises his hand. He's like,
4: um, actually... Well, and then when he's like dragging Superman at the end, right before he's about to like use the spear on him, I mean, like,
0: so you're talking about like perceived stakes within the context of the story. Yeah, okay,
4: that even though even though they're facing the same problem that Marvel was facing with Civil War, they actually did that better, I would argue, than Marvel because you still felt like something bad was going to happen in Civil War. I never felt like something bad was going to happen, in not that even scene. in
0: the uh, this is not just off topic, but not even in the Iron Man versus uh, Cap and Bucky scene.
4: See that, but I count that differently because you said airports. Oh, okay.
0: (laughs) So that scene. Now you compare those two. Those for you.
4: No, I would say those had an even amount of stakes for me. Okay,
0: all right, I got you.
4: Yeah, so I would, and probably because I like Batman and Superman better as like characters, I'm just more invested in that (laughs) fandom. I would still, I would still (laughs) vote for them more, but it would be really close with the Bucky versus Iron Man because I felt those stakes and I felt Tony's pain when Mm. he was fighting too from finding out what happened when he was, like to his parents and stuff God, like that, that so i there's
0: don't care there was a yeah. lot of kill my emotion mom. in
3: that yeah fight. the emotion we didn't get from the batman superman fight cuz we didn't have enough movies to build them up we had the marvel movies to build up tony and cap's relationship yeah and so, so we, that we complained hurt about a lot more like, yeah. you know you don't feel anything for batman or superman really because you just met them, like, 40 minutes earlier. They've only just met each other, like, five minutes and ago. And Superman said, like, three words. <laughs> yeah. So, like, what's going on in your head, bro? I don't even know.
4: <laughs> like, Superman's had a whole movie, but at that point, they've had the same amount of lines between Man of Steel but and Batman of Steel. But that
0: Superman... <laughs> <laughs> You're right.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: but that Superman in BVS is not my Superman from Man of Steel. He's not. It's a big he difference. is not.
1: Yeah, I see what you mean. And
0: that's my problem, like, why, why BVS is a to the face in me, because, like... And I, I'm jumping ahead to... The, some of the stuff I want to talk about in Man of Steel but like, that's why I love Man of Steel so much because like what it crescendo to by the end of that movie yeah. was the Superman I wanted to see in all the future sequels which ironically was Tyler Hocklin yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like if they just took everything that happened with Tyler Hocklin in the Supergirls like uh, two part special and made that Henry Cavill that is the Superman I wanted to see in BVS mm. but yep. instead they literally took him I'll say it right now there's a scene um, with uh mock the mock-in scene in BVS yeah where she goes um, Clark You don't owe these people anything. Yeah, like I hate that line because like, it starts off well where she's like
2: what, what it? How's it go be there say be their hero be their savior be, be whatever they need you to be or
4: don't do any or of be it. none
2: of it Okay,
0: before you get to the or do none of it
4: mm-hmm.
0: That first part was everything that he learned in men of steel mm-hmm. yeah. and then that last part is what
2: lesson that you should have already learned from the end of Man of Steel? The, the last one was what you got from his dad and the out to the bus seat. Yeah, which was another. Which we're, we're, you do do it. He we'll, the
0: whole thing. We'll in Man of Steel is that. he chose to be that hero. So at that point, having her say that is like regressive to his character. So like literally, it's a step backwards. Yeah, and it's just frustrating for me, for us. Like you, you, the little bit of character development you had, because he also doesn't talk much in uh, Man of Steel either. <laughs> like Not in hindsight, really. he doesn't talk Not a really, lot. Yeah. But like that little bit of character development he had, they took that away, and then I, because they don't have in at all on BVS, I don't know this guy.
1: <laughs> so I'm like, who, yeah.
0: who are you? He <laughs> just seem so. He was smiling when he was flying in Man of Steel. He was enjoying yeah. his powers there. But in BVS, he's like, even when he's saving people, God, this is bullshit.
2: Everybody <laughs> <laughs> bat- hates me. It's the fucking Batman treatment of the studios. And like I will say that it's always the exact same. like, oh, Batman's the money maker. What does is, what is ba- work with Batman? Standing on rooftop and brooding. let like Superman stand on rooftop and brooding. Like, you can have the trauma. You can have the, the problems. Like, in one of the comics I always recommend is uh, Su- uh Superman Earth 1. Cause it oh, de- that's really yeah. comic. Because it deals with him. I was like, I can do all this. I, why should I settle down? I could be a genius because I know I'm this smart. Mm-hmm. Why should I be a hero? And, and, like, why do I have to wear a mask? Why can't I just show my face? Like, no, they have to see your face. Because when they see what you can do they'll be terrified of you yeah like you can have those problems man, and it makes Superman more enjoyable but when you start turning Superman so much into Batman you lose the, de- the difference between them mm. at a certain point in BVS as much as I love the movie I'm just like what's the difference between he has powers and he doesn't there's a moral Basically. dilemma between them Clark can be the dark one <laughs> why don't give me start the moral dilemma in BVS yeah I don't like
0: you because you're a killer I'm like, you, because you're a killer
1: <laughs> <laughs> Summary of like? the year
2: Summary yeah. of the year
4: And all the fanboys out there are like No, you're not supposed to kill anybody And they're
1: like, fuck
0: that <laughs> shit Oh,
2: <laughs> Wait till we get into that in Manus <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> i just supposed to kill just a little kid Jumping between
2: them
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: It's like a big fanboy shirt No,
1: <laughs> 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 yeah, please You're not supposed to kill them, okay? <laughs>
0: Oh man, that was awesome. But alright, let's get back <laughs> to the, the the podcast question. Civil War was the far and away winner, like yeah. popularity. Yeah. And I think for the reason we kind of said, like it's the most varied. But like um uh close second was Star Wars. Okay. And BVS was it it actually uh, the Superman Batman scene almost tied with people voting off card for the warehouse scene. With
1: Batman, yeah, yeah, oh wow, people really yeah. like the Batman warehouse scene. It yeah. was no, like that fuck, is a fuck, great scene. fuck no, the Batman
0: versus Superman scene. Like, what about the Batman warehouse scene? And yeah. that in itself is a goddamn problem. When your Batman fight scene isn't even Batman versus Superman, yeah. it's Batman versus Superman.
2: <laughs> because that entire fight scene was straight out of the Arkham games. Like I was, it was. Expect, I was like, I was pressing triangle when I go. I'm like dodge, dodge, oh, <laughs> dodge. Hey, <laughs> like yeah.
0: you prove my point, people. <laughs> <laughs> Not the Batman v Superman fight in Batman v Superman <laughs> not like the money maker no 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 alright so let's move on we got some 2016 highlights we want to get to before do you want to do that after or before we've already been talking about Man of Steel you want let's like just go into the Man of Steel I want to jump into Man of Steel and then yeah. we'll finish off with the 2016 highlights alright mm-hmm. let's
1: talk about Man of Steel goodbye my son and dreams travel with you. He'll be an outcast. They'll kill him. How? He'll be a god to them.
2: What if a child dreamed of becoming something other than what society had intended? What if a child aspired to
1: something greater?
4: My son was in the bus. He saw what Clark did.
1: You're the answer, son. You're the answer to are we alone in the universe.
4: Can I just keep pretending I'm your son?
1: You are my son. And I have to believe that you were sent here for a reason. And even if it takes the rest of your life
3: to yourself to find out what that reason is. How do you find someone who has spent a lifetime covering his tracks? For
4: some,
1: he was a guardian angel. For others, a ghost who never quite fit in.
2: You will give the people of Earth an ideal to strive towards.
1: They'll race behind you. They will stumble. They will fall. In time, they will join you in the sun. In time, you will help them accomplish wonders.
0: You believe your son is
2: safe? I
1: will find him! Believed that if the world found out who I really was They'd reject me He was convinced That the world wasn't ready What do you think?
4: What's the S stand for?
2: It's
1: not an S On my world it means hope
4: Well here it's an
2: S How about Super I'm, I'm putting in a drop Cue the theme letter. song Yeah <laughs> I can't sing it this time, and you know I, I want to
0: just say da, right now. Da, yeah, da, it's one of the few da, theme songs I remember. And I was saying you can talk about this a little bit because you kind of showed us the video about like um, modern theme songs. Mm-hmm. But like yeah.
2: just like talk about that a little yeah. bit. All right, because something that I've noticed more in recent because since I did study film and theater, like, I got watched more of that. But as a series, I found on YouTube, every frame of painting highly recommend for anybody who loves movies because you learn a lot more with them like styles and techniques. Mm-hmm. But it's like oh iconic songs. Off the top of your head, Harry Potter. Go.
1: Batman. Which one? <laughs> <laughs> Tim Burton.
0: Uh, wait, I'm thinking. Was of... <laughs> oh, it? Oh, I'm, I'm stopping. I'm going with the animated theme song. I think. Yeah. No, but they were both <laughs> very it.
3: Both Danny Elfman. <laughs> so. Superman. That's what I was gonna start singing when you said the Superman theme. So I was like, "Wait, no, we're talking Man of Steel." Yeah, which
2: funny. Pop quiz, Indiana Jones, which sounds almost exactly the same.
1: Oh
4: yeah. It's like crap. Yeah, yeah.
2: It's that's the problem we get into, which nowadays the problem with music is that when the creator is making it, the director they use tap music. Mm. which is songs that they heard in another movie to fill it in
4: in Mm. the editing process
2: where it's like oh and then they tell the composers like oh make it like this Mm -hmm. so you're limiting the composers from what they want to do which makes sense though from like a writing perspective because like if you i have a scene in mind like you kind of like have like maybe
0: like a song you have in mind for that moment so you like go, Hey, I, I have this in mind. Can you make something like this but not this? And it's like as an editor, what do you do? Like, uh yeah. so just change this a little bit? <laughs> yeah,
2: and the problem with that is like if you take out the song from that particular scene, the scene doesn't work any other way. Mm-hmm. And the problem especially with the Marvel movies that they rely so much on songs like that where the music is safe. Mm-hmm. you could take out the songs from certain scenes and the scenes exactly the same mm-hmm. but with certain songs like the thing I always like about the dc movies like the music highlights the scenes it fills the emotion you hear that superman fight scene from hans zimmer you feel his joy his enthusiasm mm. his hope so Key word, moments. H O P E. so many moments in the movie are just like punctuated with that soundtrack. And they play. It's like it fills you with joy. And they play throughout the movie in slow cues, like mm-hmm. the scenes of him like on the bus. You hear it a little bit, and then it crescendos mm-hmm. in the scene when he flies.
0: And it, like I love the song because it does lend itself well to that like swelling,
2: like a swelling yeah. hope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When the, the, ro- the when the rock starts flying around, and then he just takes off. Yeah. And mu- that's the thing about the thing with movies now when the music. Elevates the scene, because if you take out that entire song, that entire scene just falls flat on his face. It's visually amazing, but the song perfects it.
0: Yeah, it's literally the punctuation mark on that yeah. sentence.
2: And that's the problem with Marvel movies, where you don't have that. And I, I did not realize this until our singer brought to my attention. <laughs> yeah, because because
4: we said sing one Marvel song.
2: Dun da da dun dun da dun, da dun, dun That's the opening, da-da, right?
3: Da-da, or yeah. is that I'm trying to remember like how yeah, that goes. Da-da, the da-da, Avengers da-da, song, da-da, yeah. Da-da. Yeah. But we did
1: but realize... I can't even keep it da 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 up on like, the No,
3: it's X-Men. Of our, the, <laughs> <laughs> I started singing like, oh, it's X-Men. But I remember when we were watching the video, like, off the top of our head, none of us could do the Captain America theme, but when they played it, we all recognized it. Like, oh, yeah, that is a great yeah. theme. But again, we just heard it last week. I already forgot it. I and that, did yep. forget too. And,
2: and yep. that And that's a perfect example, because the thing is what they actually said is, like, make... The music forgettable, and eventually the songs become like an air conditioner. You forget about it because it just fades into the background. Yeah. The Captain America scene, which is where I recommend to watch the series, is when he's walking through the museum, seeing what the memories of him, and you're getting the exposition was like, oh, young Steve Rogers, mm-hmm. in doctrine to this super secret soldier. And we're like, shit, that we already know. Yeah. You take the entire dialogue out, and you have the scene of him just walking around, the music swelling, seeing his transformation, the little mm-hmm. kid looking up to him, and being like, oh my god. The music itself is powerful. And you feel the emotion. Yeah. You don't need the exposition because we know what happened. And If you're just coming in, come on, who doesn't know what the fuck happened to Captain America?
0: Yeah. And at first, like, I, you, you don't really realize how much that lends like, to scenes, like how much that like, gives a moment. Because like, I love Marvel movies, mm-hmm. but then when you think about the scenes and like, think about like the scenes that are missing like, any kind of memorable music, yeah. it's, it, you realize that you're losing something because then when you think about other movies with like scenes that might not be like amazing but have memorable music, like, it just anchors you to that moment. but That's like what it takes to you. Mm-hmm. Like, as much as I don't like BVS, that Wonder Woman theme, yeah. you start playing it, it anchors me right to that moment where that yeah. shield goes down and she's like standing in front of Batman and like, I have that solid memory of that. Or like, A Beautiful Lie. Yes! Yeah. Oh, I love that intro with BVS. cried. because <laughs> That's why BVS killed me, because it just made me so emotional <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> you let me down! <laughs> like, I was in your hands, like, you fucking- <laughs>
4: <laughs> no, but I was even. We mentioned this last week because I was mentioning how I had just rewatched BBS again. And like, one of the main mm. reasons I enjoy rewatching it is also the music. Like, I like that the music lends to the atmosphere of that movie, mm. so that even though there are so many holes in the writing and the plotting, but I still get pulled into the sense of what's going on in
2: that world a little bit Hans from zimmer. the music. Mm-hmm. The Hans oh, zimmer so score is so good. He's so good i'll give you another example of a movie that's mostly like the amazing spider-man one with andrew garfield mm-hmm. the song that plays at the end the promises theme i love that song where it builds up and then you get it, the action like it sticks with you because yeah. you feel the emotion of him just swinging around yeah music helps makes movies when the music becomes background noise you lose something of that's in the craft of making movies the soul yeah a little bit it's like one of the, things the first taught me is like if a movie is good if you could follow the story without audio T- watch a movie without any audio to it. And if you can follow the story, it's a good movie. Hmm.
4: They teach you this in storyboarding, too, that when artists are storyboarding any movie, not even just animation, you do it without the lines. You show yeah. the action in every single frame because what's our problem with exposition? It's lines that are just telling you what's going on instead of showing what's mm-hmm. going on. Yeah. So that's what it really comes down to.
1: Yeah.
2: First golden rule, show, don't tell. And that's why, like... Well, I, I well, well, back to Man of Steel. Yeah. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's a little said, sidebar,
0: but it's tough but all know. Of that is important because like that that that, that like that musical cue of Man of Steel that mm, like this hearing that anchors me back to so many mov- moments in that movie that were always tied together with some kind of theme of hope. Even, and I think that the song even played in the very beginning, like the yeah. first yeah. moments of Clark being born, yeah. the theme swells up as he's being lifted up into the light, Yeah, it does. which is so fucking amazing because it mirrors the end where he's standing up through the light of the uh, the world engine mm-hmm. and becomes fucking Christopher Reeves. <laughs> 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 and yells <laughs> like Christopher Reeves would.
1: <laughs> uh.
0: But let's talk about real quick, just the reception of man at the time that was, that was released.
2: Controversial
0: Controversial to say the least But n- ironically Not so much as uh, The movies now It's actually the least Controversial of all Of the DC movies Like I, I'm sitting at a Rotten Tomatoes At the 58. time it was A
4: high bar But now it's a low bar
0: <laughs> Yeah I mean at a, even at the time It was you know A successful movie It did yeah. It grossed about 300 million dollars So like they made Their money back They, they exceeded Like their uh, They so, made their uh, money Back from the budget So much
2: that they Want to do Man of Steel 2 Like the following year And it's like guys Pump your brakes
0: yeah, someone said they were doing Man of Steel 2 but
2: didn't have any real plans. So yeah, they did
0: have to pump their brakes because so they didn't switch to BVS and then all this other world building crap. They still say crap. they had
2: no plan with BVS,
0: but... They didn't, and I want to get into that right now because like...
4: <laughs> I thought I imagined Man of Steel 2.
0: Wait, like you thought it was real? Like, you, like, it, like really it happened?
4: happened? No, well, no, like I remembered that it was about to happen and then I just
0: oh, never heard of it again. It. Yeah. Right before BVS was like announced. And like, that was like, what like my happening.
4: realization right now is like finding out that it's not something I dreamed. Like that almost <laughs> happened, but then it didn't. But I thought I hallucinated. Well, it, it.
3: I was actually at San Diego Comic-Con when they announced, and they did announce it as Man of Steel 2. But they they threw up the Batman Superman logo and they just like were like it's gonna be Batman and Superman. So I remember I was there and I was with my friend Jesse and we kind of like girlish squeals and kind of jumped up and down because we're like oh my god Frank Miller it's happening and they announced BVS with that freaking Frank Miller quote yeah and it just ended up not being Man of Steel two at all and then it was the rumors that um, George Miller from Mad Max was supposed to do a Man of Steel two and Mm. that just fell away so I mean it made sense from like.
0: not only a narrative sense, but also just like building a universe sense. Because it's kind of like Iron Man. You have your flagship title, you make your sequel, and from there you start building out your other superheroes and you unify them with Justice League. That was the original plan. Yeah. That didn't happen. (laughs) 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 Because, you know, DC looked over like, or Warner Brothers probably more so, looked over the fence and saw Marvel already reaching like, you know, Age of Ultron. It was like, all right, we need Justice League now. (laughs) Catch up. Even
4: though, like, we're still waiting for Thanos. So it's like, it's not like Marvel's moving that much faster.
0: But, yeah, but in corporate it, people's
2: minds, they're yeah, like, exactly. oh, we're so far behind. If we don't have a universe, we're going to be um,
4: we need money, forgotten. So.
2: That's the problem with corporate sometimes. They don't really know the art building. That's, that's when you, you need a fucking fan in a position. But like, listen, <laughs> do this. Yeah, you see the big picture, but you don't see the big picture, if that mm-hmm. makes
0: any sense. So it had a mixed reception. It's got 58% on Rotten Tomatoes, 55% Metacritic, and a 7 out of 10 on IMDb. Mm-hmm. Um, but even at the time of its reception, people were like, we're already mixed on like the, the tone that people thought it was too dark, that it was like dark Knight too much Christopher Nolan. And I will argue that the reason the fucking universe is falling apart is because there's no one to Christopher Nolan. <laughs> it wasn't too much, is that they are trying to emulate his style without him. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
4: No. Let let the man do his own job and do do you.
0: Because you know what the difference is between. Dear Warner Brothers, do you. <laughs> do you. <laughs> I've got two strong words for you. Do you. Do <laughs> <laughs> Like Do you know what the only difference between Man of Steel and BVS is in terms of the creative minds behind it?
4: You said it. It's not Christopher Nolan.
0: It's just Christopher Nolan. <laughs> That's yeah. the only difference. The only difference <laughs> is the story, from Man- the story and screenplay were by um, Christopher Nolan and David Goyer. Yeah. So mm-hmm. the- David Goyer took the story that he came up with with Nolan and wrote the screenplay for it. So Nolan didn't write the screenplay, he just wrote the story. Okay. Come BVS, Goyer and this guy Chris Terrio who the only thing that he's done that that I know of is Argo which is a good movie so it's like what? But them working together is what made BVS and they are the same people the exact
3: same people who are working on Justice League but they brought him in late, didn't, didn't they? Like, did not Affleck mm. bring him in because they were having issues and they needed to do a rewrite? I don't think he was. That, would, from the make that yeah. would make sense. That would. I don't know that, but yeah. that would make a lot of sense because he's it. from Argo and yeah. worked with Ben Affleck yeah. beforehand.
4: Exactly. There's no other reason why that would have happened again unless he brought them in. Yeah. And still scary. Since he's trying to take over more power on the next movies, Ben Affleck yeah. is trying to take more power on the next movies happening. I think he's kind of vested in it and not becoming a shit show.
0: Still it's, scary though, because that means if Terrio came in, I don't care at what point in the process he came in ain't help <laughs> I'm trying to fix the script Ain't help so
4: Either maybe- you made the ship
0: sink Or you sank it Yeah
2: <laughs> Or you watched it sink
4: <laughs> you, were- you just let it happen
2: Bye bitches The
4: only thing evil needs to prevail Is for good men To not do their rewrites properly
0: <laughs> Terrio just stood by and watched Men
2: <laughs> But men are still good
0: Watch this Snyder and Goyer Buttfucked and raped this goddamn movie <laughs>
2: Damn, God, God, man.
0: Anyway, (laughs) tell me how you really feel. Yeah. (laughs) But I just, I I don't know, that scared me for Justice League Mm -hmm. because, like, I didn't realize at the time that I thought no one just produced Man of Steel. Mm -hmm. I didn't realize that he actually came up with the the story. And that's a big deal. Like, to come up with the story, you basically came up with, like, the outline for the story and the script filled in the the details. Yeah. But, like, without that input, and because now in hindsight, I do see that they're trying to emulate that Dark Knight style, but without
2: the guy who made the Dark Knight style.
1: Yeah.
0: It's like it's not boding well for Justice League in my mind.
2: <laughs> it was. It's like um when you have Iron Man one, like if they tried to do Iron Man two without John Favreau, exactly. And that that movie is still amazing because they literally ad libbed that movie. The script was still being made, and they're just like, all right, just do these scenes, and like we'll go with it. Kind of shows with the direction of Whiplash and all that crap. Yeah. No, I mean Iron Man one, Iron Man two, Iron Man two was just oh oh oh. Iron I Man two was the studio saying Avengers. wait they were that Iron Man one was ad libbed. Pretty much, yeah. Wow,
4: that's kind of John Favreau's style in a lot of his movies. He lets hmm. character, he lets good actors that he trusts take the motivations and kind of lead with those a little bit. Doesn't tell them exactly what to say every single second. Right. what I know of his work,
2: and that's why Iron Man One is my favorite Iron Man movie. It's that's the best by far. Yeah, well duh. It's not
0: But uh, hopefully, Terryo has that same approach with uh, <laughs> with Justice League. No,
2: but you just reminded me too when you mentioned like how the first reception when Man of Steel was first coming out with the trailers like the first teaser trailer where it was like shows the little kid with the cape mm-hmm. and like he's soul searching yeah. I, my buddy Joe mentioned me he's like really? Superman's gotta find himself? I'm like bro he took 10 years on Smallville you should be, shouldn't be should be surprised <laughs> at this point <laughs> to put on a goddamn suit <laughs> yeah. which he never wore put on the suit <laughs> but that's the next episode <laughs> but it was, it was like oh okay I get it doing a whole dark Superman like him finding himself it was like, it's good moral questions to ask for a guy who's basically a god Mm. but it's just how you when the first trailer came out I was like okay I'll see how this comes out I'm like oh new Superman stop Superman Returns but like another soul finding movie he's not gonna wear the suit till the end so in the beginning I I was at the moments where I was just like this might not be that great Mm. then I come up watching I was like wow I actually fucking love this movie
0: it was funny I don't think I watched any trailers for the movie before it came out but I was blown away when I saw it like in the theater like Snyder does amazing work when he's on point like just so much of that movie, it just blew me away when I saw it. But <laughs> blew. <I>, <laughs> but what I wanted to talk about was Man of Steel was not planned to be part of a greater universe when it was conceived, and right. it's interesting. Like that's another thing that's like just a checkmark in what I'm worried about for like Justice League and the future movies, because like this is a movie that had like cameos and references and Easter eggs and stuff like that. But it wasn't shoved down your throat. It wasn't shoved down your throat, but it's also because it wasn't built with like that um idea that yeah we're going to make a million spin-offs from this. So we got to shove in XYZ characters that are going to have their future movies and we have like put these elements in the story so we have these spin-offs like set up later down the line. It was its own complete story and that's what I think also helped focus it and make it like so good in yeah. comparison
3: to the other DC movies. Well, not to diverge that much. Um, I don't know if you guys saw this earlier, but I like to dash hope because you know super villain here. But Fuck um, you <laughs> with your <did> evil goatee. <laughs> 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 That's why the goatee. Did you see this earlier? Uh, this is the headline: Wonder Woman in Justice League said to be disasters. <laughs>
1: What? This that, is podcast is um, about hope,
3: Jason. <laughs> that, uh, I, I'm sure you heard of the Schmoe's No po- no, po- uh, Schmo's no Podcast. Yeah. That apparently back before BVS came out, they were the ones that reported that they heard that Batman v. Superman was a disaster in production. Oh, and God. they're saying right now that Wonder Woman is, in quotes, a stinker <laughs> as well.
1: Oh, um, <laughs> This podcast is supposed yeah, to be about um,
3: hope for the DC store. The DC universe. source said, I'm very disappointed in what I saw, and it seems like all the problems are the same problems. It's discombobulated. <laughs> it does not have You narrative. are hearing our live heartbreaking. <laughs> this is awesome. <laughs> it doesn't like, have Well, no, trust me, I want Wonder Woman to succeed. This hurts me too, but it doesn't have narrative flow. It just it's just very disjointed. <laughs> and they're basically saying the same thing about Justice League that um it's it's a in quotation marks, they hear it's a mess. No. Trying to drown him out. Trying to drown him out. Come on, flight, baby. <laughs> so my my heart hurts right now because it's like I am oh hoping Wonder Woman is what renews the DCEU. EU. not. This, and <laughs> no. I know like a lot of people say, well, just this is just like rumors, but they said the same thing about BVS, and they were right. <laughs> I'm trying here, goddammit.
1: <laughs> Hope will rise. Superman's <laughs> <Da-na. laughs>
2: uh, okay. dead. I don't know if you guys know that. <laughs> okay, somebody sh- somebody shave up his goatee.
0: Jason. <laughs> I love that. That was so, like, I'm sitting here, like, just expressing some, I was about to launch into, like, why I love Manistee, but I just wanted to start with some of my concerns that notice, like in hindsight.
4: You didn't but know then, like, was like, that kernel,
0: like that little, <laughs> that, <laughs> chink, that small chink in my armor of hope. And you're just like, breaking news, bitch. <laughs> Stab.
3: This just in. Shit sucks. <laughs> hope oh, is God. dead. <sighs> <sighs> fuck, Sorry, man. guys.
2: Like, fuck hope.
3: <laughs> we never do breaking news in this show. <laughs> <when we do. laughs> it's just, you would just hear just like, <laughs> so hopeful and I was like I just need to dash it For a second With a little bit of reality I'm hoping it's not the case oh. I'm really hoping it's not This is but. the best metaphor For Jordan's life right now
1: Okay <laughs> Yeah
0: <laughs> Kinda Kinda is Wait, Alright so like, I want to get Opinions on that real quick Before we go back To the Man of Steel Cause like Like I was just saying Like the Man of Steel I think part of the reason Why it was so good Was cause it stood on it's own Like yeah. it was before They started trying To build this universe And I think Having that Like expectation puts so many different Cooks in the kitchen And it's creating That problem of Discombobulation and just disjointedness in the scripts.
2: Mm-hmm. That's what's ki- killing me about Marvel movies nowadays too. It's like, okay, how is this gonna connect to so and so and so and so and so and so? And so. so I enjoy Guardians so much, where it's like, fuck the Avengers, they're off doing their own thing. Yeah, but, but in most cases they
0: fold that in, and like, it's not like distracting. Mm-hmm. Like they, like DC has been doing it so much to try Cause, to catch up because there's a lot to catch up. Yeah, but so like they do it to to it's like a detriment to the story. Marvel, they, I don't know, it's become so interwoven into that world now that I. When they do references, I still like it. I'm just like, yeah, yeah, yeah reference that,
3: <laughs> reference that. Yeah. But you also just expect it. Yeah, yeah. even though Guardian stood on its own, we know at some point it's, it's going, going to, into Infinity but like War. But right now, like I'm joining, how it's
2: just like focusing on its own thing and it could stand on its own. Yeah, you take out the references, it's still a good movie. Yeah, yeah. So and,
0: what do you think about this Wonder Woman news? Do you think it's in truth to this?
2: Like I always say about everything, I will believe, believe it with my own eyes. Mm-hmm. Because critics are paid to say one thing, and you know, there's a whole theory about like you know Disney's paying off. Do you guys reviewers just really
0: believe that? That's not true. That no not, one gets paid no, off for reviews. People get pay, like, people who get paid to write reviews are paid by the companies that own the reviewers. Like they're not not like Warner Bros. is not giving out money for good reviews. I mean, I'm am just feeding fin- the bullshit because that's what I do. <laughs> 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 well, it's because like Rotten Tomatoes, like that's even that like that's right there. It's owned by Warner. It's co-owned by Warner Brothers. Yeah. Like
2: so, they're not. It is what it is. Like the reviews are, everyone has a difference of opinion. Cause yeah. like, people, a lot of people hate BVS. I still enjoy BVS. I know the problems. I don't deny them. But like, I still like it. Yeah, I
0: like plenty of movies that are low scored as rotten tomatoes. Like, well, I enjoyed
2: Assassin's Creed. Yeah, there, yeah. there you go. Cool.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but it scares me. Cause like, this is stuff. Like you said, Jason. Like, I heard the same exact things for BVS. Yeah. And back then. I was on the other side of the
2: fence. I was the guy that was like,
0: "Man, that's dang. They, that's they're wrong. They don't. <laughs> they don't
2: know anything about. Superman they don't get. Batman. They don't get Superman. They're not straight.
1: Yeah, they're not straight.
2: <laughs> Goddamn John Peterson." <laughs> P.S. Sidebar: Samuel's like curled up in a ball in the corner because I just broke her heart. Yeah. Oh, is that
0: what's happening? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> she's like in a fetal position. This
2: is the Wonder Woman. This is the character that made her like Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman from BVS is what made Samuel actually enjoy Wonder Woman.
1: Really? Yeah.
2: Ooh. All right, let's talk about that.
0: This for is a second. Be the best
2: review ever. <laughs> it is. I don't mean this, I mean the actual movie.
0: <laughs> oh.
4: We're just going to talk about this for a second. I've never liked Wonder Woman for the same reason that I never really liked Superman until like Man of Steel, honestly. Mm. Because I never liked that she was basically a female Superman, which meant like she can do good and she's perfect and she's going to help us. That's all you need to know. And it's like that's always been her origins. Yeah. Plus, her origins and her character have been rewritten like. More than any other character in history, yeah, which is crazy because like, th- there's no re- there's no reason why she couldn't have been done well and consistently in history like Superman and Batman, but
0: well, her origins were she was like a sex object, literally.
4: Well, yeah, cre-
2: literally <laughs> was created a lot by a BDSM Zou. in the first few. Comments. She was created by a dude that loved BDSM
0: with his wife, so it's you know it's a good story. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of love there. It's a loving story as well. That's true love.
4: <laughs> so. So I never really liked Wonder Woman that much, but I liked her in this one because I understood her to be, like, an Amazonian warrior who is kind of staying to her own because she's been around and she's seen man she's seen men, like, not do everything that they're supposed to and has tried to help them before and it hasn't really worked out. So now she's going to, like, stay in her own lane. But, like, it was such a catastrophic situation that she ended up getting pulled into BVS anyway. Yeah. Like, into that scenario. But I really liked that, that they made me understood understand her that way instead of just like, yeah, guys, justice, like, I'm gonna help you out, you know, it's like, there's none of that, and I really appreciated
1: that
4: there was none of that. So, that really broke my heart, because, (laughs) because also the fact that it takes place, well, it's DC, I thought Suicide Squad was gonna be cool, let's talk about that, I thought Suicide Squad was gonna be cool.
0: There was a time where people were saying Suicide Squad is some of the best trailers, like, of any
3: comic movie ever,
4: but a trailer can make yeah. any
3: movie look good if it's done right, Michael Bay.
4: Which is why my heart's breaking because the Wonder Woman trailer is so good that it yeah. literally makes yes. me cry every time I see it. And I'm it.
3: not a Wonder Woman fan at all, and I'm excited to yeah. see this movie mm-hmm. more than you would think more I would be any- more excited to see like the, the Batman movie by Ben, ben Affleck. No, and no I'm, ex- I'm, I'm most excited Wonder for this. Me. I agree. It's really their last ace in the
0: whole. Like, it's the last, like, character that people still have faith in from the
4: universe. (laughs) Because the the thing thing. is, is that... The way they've set it up, it has the potential to be another Man of Steel more than a BVS mm. because it's happening, like, yeah, it's like past superhero events, but it's in a vacuum. It's yeah. before the events of BVS. It's when that photo was taken. Yeah. So it doesn't have... With the ha- cool
0: themes are- up. <laughs> yeah.
4: <laughs> so it doesn't have to connect to anything else except for the fact that Wonder Woman is a thing.
1: Yeah. That's
4: literally all it has to establish. They really don't have to do more than that. If they try to do more than that, they're going to choke it to death.
0: Yeah. So the question- Question of the day is without all that baggage why is it still a disjointed script
3: i guess it's the same hands that are have been in the same the wrong hands are in the kitchen Though they they need um who is it that's in charge of the marvel movies is it feige yeah feige. Or, they need that Feige. They need somebody just.
1: Fanboys will tell you
3: that it's Jeff Johns. But <laughs> they say it is, but it seems like it's not. I don't know. Yeah, but Jeff Johns also did Green Lantern in the movie. So. True. Ha <laughs> <laughs>
2: ha! Which I will give it credit. It was a very extensively researched. But the script was bleh. I don't give a fuck how researched it is.
4: <laughs> no, they need. They it's need, a bad
0: story. It's a bad story.
4: DC needs to be DC Studios. Or it needs to, that. you know, say die. And just crawl away.
0: Hey, I, I'll give him to Justice League. Even if Wonder Woman sucks. like, And that's going to hurt. No, I know. I'm going to go, like, if, if Wonder Woman sucks, that is literally, like, just the last gunshot. And I'll be literally crawling to Justice League, like, I guess I like it. <laughs> <laughs> so basically what
2: Jordan's doing for
3: Logan. Yeah.
1: Well, yeah. Oh. <laughs> <You know.
3: laughs> wow The range of emotions That just went through you And he's like, He's not an actor Well first I had to think about it It's like
1: Wait but uh, And I was like no, That's yeah.
0: true But then it's was like But I I like Logan more As a character Because I've had more time with him But the same thing If it hurts me But it's, X-Men it's Origins Wolverine
2: Yeah He's hurt me before A lot <laughs> He's
0: hurt you me twice hurt before Hurt yourself
4: <laughs> <laughs> But Wolverine The rest of the time He's been the best part Of the other movies Yeah Yeah
0: so like, yeah, I, I just, yeah. this is like a thing where like, if this sucks, I just lose faith in the universe completely. Because if I already ruined the Man of Steel element, I love Superman already, they fucked that up. <laughs> I love Wonder Woman was like only like, and Batman, but even Batman, like I just, I don't know. I just didn't see enough of what he can do as the detective
1: mm-hmm. to get a yeah. true sense
0: of his character. So like, that wasn't why I was, I didn't walk away from Batman v Superman going, I can't wait to see Batman. I was already thinking that when I saw the trailer because I saw the entire fight scene in the trailer so I know how badass he was but I walked away from that movie going the only positive thing that I didn't know about was Wonder Woman they showed it in the trailers, yeah. but they didn't show as much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you like, couldn't
4: see what she could do. And then it was like,
0: the yeah. best. We didn't talk about the Batman news. The, cause there has been those murmurings of them asking about the script. And I don't want to quote it,
3: Jason. What would you say about that? <laughs> <laughs> no, that Ben Affleck. Well, I don't remember his exact quote, but something along the lines, if the script isn't right, he's not going to do it. And I'm just like, but motherfucker, you're writing the script. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it. You wrote it. I still don't <laughs> like it. It's the resident fan right there. <laughs> I'm a fucking writing script What that mean? <laughs> like, I'm a Ben Affleck fan And I'm a Batman uh, I'm a fan of his version of Batman I'm waiting to get to that movie And like I'm worried We're not gonna get to that movie It sounds like he's backpedaling Out of the Like directing role Yeah and we Cause already... he has to act in it But yeah. he doesn't have to direct it yeah, yeah Exactly And we already know There's problems with Flash And I think there was Like murmurings of problems With Aquaman So it's like What the fuck is Batman was supposed to Take the slot of Flash yeah. But now yeah. it's not Because that's not ready either So what? what's going on? <laughs> That now they just you just word like up you mentioned Green Lantern Corps yeah. it's like and that
2: one got me excited because was like oh it's gonna be like a Die Hard kind of flick like the whole buddy cop shit I'm just like that sounds amazing
0: it is dudes in a room just spitballing ideas at DC yeah. Warner Brothers
1: mm-hmm.
2: like I, I I guarantee
0: you there's nothing like tangible of that Green Lantern movie other than two guys who are like you know be cool idea yeah.
3: <laughs> and, it, and then randomly you just have the the, the Rock just show his face like. Shazam! Yeah. Black Adam's happening! Right? Don't know when. Bye. Like,
2: yeah, that's that still confuses
3: me.
0: Meanwhile, at DC Warner Brothers Studios, he's on fire. He's <laughs> on fire. I was like, what's <laughs> happening?
1: What are we doing? <laughs> what's going on?
0: Oh, God. Yeah, the future of the DC Universe.
3: I don't know. I mean, I guess as long as they make... Because even with, with BVS and Suicide Squad, like not really doing well critically or with fans, it's making money. So, yeah. I mean, this is the, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Transformers Syndrome. As long as these movies make money, especially overseas, they're going to keep making them, if, even if they're crap. But I don't want to see crap. I want to see good movies. I w- actually want DC to succeed. Well, I don't want to sit here and, and, and rip on them. I want to see a good DC movie. We were just
0: speculating about what it will take to reboot the universe. If after Justice League, if Wonder Woman bombs, I just God forbid. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be reality, if, but No. I would say, like, if Justice League, like, tanks, like, Fanforstic, that would cause there is no f- way it could ever fail like I can't see it being that bad it, I don't either, like, I'm saying worst case scenario
4: Listen, Fanforestick didn't even have enough scenes that were interesting to put in its trailer At least I enjoy the trailer for Justice League, okay? It's already yeah. fine That's
0: fine <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But I think that would be it, if Wonder Woman tanks and Justice League And I don't even think it has to be a, a monetary tank and I think Justice League does less business than BVS then execs would be like, maybe we should reboot. Which yeah. yeah. is now it's time.
4: Yeah, no, yeah. they're not gonna keep be pouring it. money into that ship. If
0: they're both, I'll, this is my, I'm gonna throw this out now as my prediction. But if both those movies don't do well critically, and Justice League does less financially than BVS, reboot.
2: That's what happened with Sony and Spider Man.
0: Yeah, yeah.
3: That's why they agreed to a deal. And there's got to be a lot of fans that didn't like BVS that are sitting there like, I'll see Justice League after opening weekend to see what everybody else says about yeah. it. A lot of these movies like bank on opening weekend. So if it doesn't like have the numbers right there, like I'm sure the execs are gonna sit there and be like, "Hmm, time to reevaluate." I wouldn't mind a new Fifty Two. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying at this one. Grant Gustin on the
0: big screen. <laughs> Man, I'm down with that. We need some Tyler Hockland on there anything. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about Superman. <laughs> Let's get back to Man of Steel, missing Tyler Hockland, actually. <laughs> Because I think we should go around and like give our overall thoughts. Then we first, we like go into our, some of our favorite scenes or like scenes that we didn't like. In your case, Jason. <laughs> but um, I actually want to start because I'm the harshest critic on BBS. I think in this room. <laughs> no, really. Yeah. You made it a fucking yeah. verb. It only comes up every episode.
4: <laughs> he only made it a verb for everything wrong with anything.
0: Yeah, if literally. I go from smiling and something to frowning by the end of it, I call it BVSing. So
2: <laughs> he does this when he wakes up. It's like, oh, it's a good day. It starts writing. I BVSed
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> Way to go, God. Way to BVS this. <laughs> 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 but like I think it's because like I I love Man of Steel so much. I was so dialed in to that first <coughs> movie. And like again, I didn't go in in with any expectations. So when I went in and was blown away, I was so excited to see well, first the Man of Steel sequel. Cause I wanted to see what would they would do with that, with like maybe like Back, yeah, or the what, Lex Luthor would be like this universe. I was thinking like maybe it's gonna be um, not doing real estate.
1: Mm, <laughs> I was hoping it was gonna be what's his name from Breaking Bad, Bryan Cranston. Bryan Cranston. Cranston yes. yeah. our Z- our Zordon.
0: or even um, uh, what's his name, Will Harris. Where'd that come from?
3: Wolf. Hmm.
2: Damn, what's his name? Diehard.
3: Bruce Willis? Bruce Willis. Will Harrison. That'd be
0: interesting. Like. I never, Whoa, I never yeah. thought of
2: that. I don't, <laughs> Me either. I don't know. Brian Cranston mm-hmm. was like my go to. Yeah, I think, I
0: think Kevin Smith mentioned that. And I kind of like
2: the idea. <laughs> just as like
0: a blue collar Lex Luthor. Hmm. Wrong!
2: Sorry. <laughs> I just love that line.
1: <laughs>
2: I just love that line.
0: But just like, I I had high expectations mm-hmm. after this movie because they set it up in such an amazing way for Superman's character to evolve. The initial complaints in the poor reception of the movie was that coming out of it, people didn't think that the Superman that was portrayed Man of Steel was Superman. They thought that version, in hindsight this is amazing, but in the, they thought that version was too grim, dark, too dark night, not enough hope, not enough sunshine, and it's like, you haven't even seen BBS yet. <laughs> <laughs> There's
2: you, so much fire in that movie. You gotta come to an end and be like, am I too soon?
1: Yeah. You don't know?
2: Yeah, basically, it's like motherfuckers, well, you don't know
0: what depressing <laughs> is. You're right about him. You You're always hopeless. right about him. <laughs> <laughs> You've always needed Nolan. Yeah, they thought that was hopeless. No, hope was baked into the foundation of that movie. And even though, again, in hindsight, this is all in hindsight, they didn't really like, man, like Henry Cavill didn't have as many lines that I thought he did when I watched the movie the first time. It's a I can see all of the earmarks in this movie of things that happen later on in BVS, mm-hmm. where like the life of character and stuff like that. The problem is, I guess, without no one's vision for the story. Yeah, he might not talk much, but the story itself of Man of Steel Molts creates him. a foundation for that character to like, be characterized. And that's what kills me, too, because Henry Cavill is a good actor. Yes. Yeah, I mean, yeah. In Man of Steel, it's, it's all... People do a lot of monologues at him. Yeah. It's not like conversations. There's a lot of people just talking at him, telling him how important his role is, and then him like kind of bouncing off that. Yeah, It's... It, but through that and through the flashbacks, he doesn't have to say much because you see his character
2: and it's played is, out. It's the subtleties too, because like when I was rewatching, was the scene where they get onto the ship, mm-hmm. the second he's on the ship, you see him like struggling, and it's like, oh, something's going on. Yeah. Before they get to the where it's like, I feel weak. It's like you see him like blinking more, twitching. And it's like, oh shit, that's subtlety in acting that shows what he can do. But it's like, no, just stand there and be a brick.
0: No, just... my man can act. Yeah,
2: I really feel like that. And his moments the man is
0: still even that like he was charming to me. Again, not, not in that sense that they'd give him a lot of dialogue, but just in like the way, the, some of the looks he would give, mm-hmm. some of, like the, like, some of the, like the reactions people would have to the things he would say. The, uh, the tornado hmm. scene. Yeah, stuff like that. But like Tyler Hockley. <laughs> he's, ah, oh, we'll get into it. <laughs> but like what killed me with the future movies was like by the end of this one, I felt like Superman should have been the, the Superman we got in Supergirl. Tyler Hockland's character in Supergirl is exactly what I wanted Henry Cavill to be in the future movies.
2: Even in a darker universe, but like having that. Because even Hockland had a bit of a darker streak to him. Yeah. I think so, too. And it
0: makes sense. Like in, in this movie, like the, there were moments where like, um, like bullies would basically torture him and he would have anger. They were like, yes, exactly. Like those really quick solo scenes of him like squeezing the, uh, the, the railing of that fence mm-hmm. and actually damaging it. So like, even though he held back, He's, you still see the human part of him that he's still getting angry, which makes it all the more powerful when you see that he's trying to overcome that to be the person that the world needs him to be, which is a lot, like a lot of theme of Man of Steel. So like to have that not go anywhere in future movies, like I wonder why that kills me.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But like I get why people like didn't like this movie as much as maybe like like if they didn't see those elements, I could see why they didn't like it. Like if you didn't see that those Filling his character around him, I understand why they might have like saw the hope in this character. Yeah. Somehow not talking much like fucks it all up.
2: That <laughs> does have an effect too, and like that's yeah. not even getting to the whole fact of the huge controversy over how he handles Zod, because that was a big talk when that happened.
0: Yes, but this is a young and inexperienced Superman, mm-hmm. so that's why I was I, I would give more leeway to stuff like that. It makes sense for his character. Like, he, this is literally his first time flying, was a couple hours ago.
1: Yeah.
2: So, like, it makes sense that he wouldn't make all the choices that the Superman we know and love would make. It's like, maybe I shouldn't fly so fast that I'm breaking everything around me. I don't know the limitations.
0: Yeah. And there are little moments in BBS where, like, he's like, "Oh, he learned." Like, when he took Doomsday to space immediately. Like, yeah. Oh, uh, okay. But I feel like in those movies, they lean too hard into like the tragedy of of Man of Steel, like of you know, Chavis being destroyed. Mm-hmm. I feel like Snyder leaned too hard in people's criticisms in that scene. Instead of using that as a springboard for people to accept Superman, which is what in the movie, like moments with um Guardian, the guy who plays Guardian. Yeah. They literally have a moment where he turns to Superman and goes, This man is not our enemy. And I'm screaming at the TV going, Remember that in fucking BVS Snyder. <laughs> Remember that line. <laughs> you took away the hope of the character. And that's why the future movies are like fall apart. Mm-hmm. But I would give the movie a perfect. Like I loved Man of Steel loved it (laughs) 10 out of 10 i loved it more than the avengers when it first came out because it had the like you said sam the stakes it had that for me it had the religious overtones the adult tones the adult situations (laughs) the it it had little earmarks of humor it didn't eat much but it peppered it in there well and like the overall story was compelling as hell to Mm me (laughs) Mm -hmm. and the character was there for me so it actually made me care for that character so what, what did you guys think
2: I'm definitely real close to you. Like, I'm not at a complete perfect. When I first saw it, my problem was like some of the editing spaces, like the flashbacks. Yeah. When I first saw it, I was like, okay, action, action, flashback, action, flashback, action, flashback. And it's like you're doing like an arrow where he just does a flashback at random times. Like, I'm so used to like the original one where it's like you have the full chronology. Like, you thought it was random? At first, yeah. But watching it again...
3: Oh, I thought that was a genius way to edit the origin. It it really bugged me on my first viewing. Really? On the first viewing.
2: When I saw it again, then I started appreciating it more. Because I was like, oh, okay, now I see why they chose it too. Mm. But the first time I was like, because I'm so used to probably the same with Jason, like the original Superman, where it's like, space, parents, Kansas, grows up, becomes Superman. Mm. Like it has that classic flow. This one, it splices it it up. And I was like, is it doing it just to be different? 'Cause that's what I first read into. But for me, watching again, especially now, with all these not much of them, it's damn near perfect for me. I love the story, love the music, love his portrayal, love that suit even more than his suit in the BVS suit.
0: I think he was a better size.
2: Like yeah. he got overly big for BVS. He got overly big and like you have to wear muscles on those because spandex yeah. you lose details. But like I think mm-hmm. they made him a little bit too big in BVS.
0: Yeah, he was too beefy.
2: And his hair was like Mad greasy like, Though I, like, he is a beefcake <laughs> He is I love the scene
0: Where Fiora walks up to him And like literally Looks him up and down Like yeah,
2: damn your dick looks good <laughs> Like she like looks down Like I am mm. so glad You're not wearing underwear Outside anymore <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm like damn Fiora She's like I've been locked in this Fucking
0: with Zod. He's old
1: <laughs> <laughs> He
0: keeps screaming too much that I'll find them
1: Yeah
2: <laughs> Nah but I love Mantle too
0: Yeah yeah Alright what'd you think Sam? I'm <sighs> She hates it. Wow, we're gonna flip? I thought you liked Man of Steel.
4: No, I like Man of Steel. Sorry. Okay. I zoomed out because (laughs) I was trying I was trying to think of how to put it. Because I'm I'm at like four and a half. Like I'm wanna I wanna perfect it, but there's like very specific things that bother me Mm. multiple times through. And like the first time through, I also didn't appreciate the editing as much. And even watching it again. I appreciate how they did the origins more, but I don't really appreciate the cold opening on a very sci-fi universe of Krypton and then going to his earth and seeing him grown up and then seeing him as a kid, switching between that. Then he stumbles across, you know, the consciousness of his father, who has it's so good to see you grown up. Mm -hmm. And then he's telling Clark what he's telling Clark what happened. So uh, even if we saw a little bit of Krypton in the beginning, we didn't have to see the entire scenario that happened if he's going to explain it to Clark later on. I feel like that could have been yeah. cut up a little bit more because it felt like, I, as a viewer, I was always had to be in three places. That's not entirely
0: comfortable. A uh, problem with Man of Steel in general, I think, um, is so many like side plot lines. There's yeah. so many like just yeah. the codex, and then you got yeah. the whole thing with um, the, the oh, but the atmosphere of Krypton. <laughs> yeah, and
4: like and when we when we find when we come across Lois, like obviously we come across Lois because Clark needs to come across you know his dad's consciousness and mm-hmm. find out who he is. But even that feels random at first. It's like so why are we here now? You know why aren't we on an oil rig or in space or like watching little little tiny Clark? He's so handsome. He's so
0: handsome. <laughs> He's so handsome. He's so handsome. But, That's the truest line in the movie. She's kinda hot. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Everyone said that.
4: So that and Lois Lane in general, who I'm not sold on, we can crack that open a little bit more, but I'm just not sold on Amy Adams as Lois. Okay. That just bothers, she just bothers me a little
0: bit. I kinda half agree with you. That's why Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. I I like how they wrote her, but I don't like Amy Adams as her. The same. Yeah. Hell
2: on the fucking head. That's yeah. We said earlier. Like
0: just slot in anyone else, <laughs> but
2: the same lines.
0: Except Megan Fox. Well, fuck you. Trigger. Trigger.
1: Except. Triggered.
0: Except. Triggered. Or even Missing her. Just of course. reminding her she exists. Yeah. Um. No, I. Though no, she was a better reporter than Lois Lane was in BBS. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Just reporting this. I liked her in Man of Steel, but BBS. Well,
1: we I- have to find the bullet.
0: <laughs> no, we don't. <laughs>
4: I've seen Amy Adams do good characters, but, like, she's just, she just doesn't sell
0: it she's for some no right reason. She's not ready for the role, I don't know. No. Think. No. So, she doesn't even, like, have good chemistry with him. Like, they don't even, like, they don't g- look like a match. She's kind of a cold sense.
4: fish to him. That's how my mom would say <laughs> it. A cold fish. A cold fish? <laughs> well, just, like, she's, I can see that she's aware of how she's supposed to look. Mm. I don't but I don't believe it mm, when okay. she's playing that role, you know. And Lo- like Lois Lane is a hard thing because it's like one of the most infuriating females in comic book history is Lois Lane cuz she's getting saved every 5 fucking seconds. So it's yeah. like they had to they had to do a lot to kind of bring her bring her up to where the movie needs to be and needs to have all of its characters. I feel like otherwise it would have been a zany
0: character. Yeah, I don't think I like any live Lois. only really I mean? live action Lois is I like Smallville Lois. Yeah. It's a, you get the balance yeah. that like pluckiness and bitchiness like
2: it's like it's yeah. <laughs> a so, so higher wire act you well, have to like walk.
4: The, you have to balance the pluckiness and bitchiness with with the always needing to be savedness
2: yeah <laughs> i mean i like justice league the animated series well, yes yeah, that's, oh, yeah. that's why yeah. I my yeah 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 like all, only animated lois is my lois because she's smart sassy and then she also did it bruce just say fuck you clark i'm going him it's like god damn it bitch <laughs> ride right, that bad pole you know what i'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> So, you so,
0: just...
4: so those things, and the third thing is just for me, personally, as a viewer, I just, I like a little more dialogue and writing. Like, I just like hearing more conversation, I felt. There are
1: conversations. There's no conversations, little, there's I, no I conversations so, in this movie. Yeah. And that's, and that's just had. me.
4: You know, that's my personality as a viewer. That's not even necessarily. No, it's true. I don't think it's bad.
0: They entirely. talk at him.
4: Yeah. Just, it's a series yeah. of
0: people talking at Clark. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, do you know why you're important? I'm going to tell you why you're important. I'm going to tell you
4: right now what you need to do. You don't know what you need to do? Let me tell you.
2: It's like, Henry, just be pretty. Just stand there. Yeah. You're
4: good. Yeah. So those are my quips. But otherwise, I love the movie. I love the atmosphere of it. I love the tone. And I love that they made Superman like real to me. And believable that I got to see him as a kid kind of go through all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you wonder like how is somebody who can like see through everything, how does he deal with that when that's a new thing when he doesn't know how to control it yet? I and like that they went into that.
0: Amazing scene. That's one of my yeah. favorites. Yeah. The like make the world small, Clark. Make the world an island. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> make my voice an island. Like yeah. oh my God. I, I I just had a few more scenes with him and his mother because like I I that relationship needed more time. Cause like yeah. even that one moment was great. It would
4: have been a much more believable and grounding relationship up to BVS if they had just like let them interact more. Yeah, but again, she's talking at him. him. So yeah, she's talking. Him. Like everybody else in the movie. <laughs> All
3: right, what'd you think, Jason? Man, I don't even know where to start.
1: Fucking hates
3: it. No, no, I, I don't. When I walked out of the movie, I hated it. I hated it. I think one of I know I'm probably in, in a minority here too, but I'm not the biggest fan of the Christopher Nolan Batman movies, and I've always said, Any of them? not really, because I wanted I want Batman as a Superman movie, and those are really good cop movies that happen to have a guy in a mask. Right. That's I don't true. think they're good Superman. I mean, I don't Batman. think they're good Batman superhero movies. I feel like Man of Steel is a very good sci-fi alien invasion movie, but it's not a good superhero movie. That's mm. that's how I walked out of the theater feeling like it's the same thing. Like we're Prometheus. No, you're That was a really right. good sci-fi yeah. movie. It wasn't a good Aliens movie. And mm. I walked in wanting to see a Superman movie. And part of it is probably the fact that I'm Christopher Reeve is my Superman. Yeah. Like you know, I'm all about hashtag Bring Back the Underwear on the outside. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and old school. And, yeah. And even like Smallville. Like and that's why I think I love Tyler Hoechlin's portrayal of Superman in. Um, Supergirl because it's like a modern day version of Christopher Reeve so when I walked in and I was like this is not Christopher Reeve from the fact that like I remember, I was so excited. Like, all right, this Krypton stuff's a little weird. We got Jor-El, Dragon Rider, and I don't really know what's going no on here. No one liked the Krypton stuff. I love
0: that shit. I love the Avatar, like Pandora world of uh, Krypton.
4: I love it, but I think it could have been used and planned a little bit better than in the cold opening because it feels like it just switches movie tones. Yeah, uh-huh. and I remember that's s- all. That's all.
3: And I remember sitting in the theater, like, yeah, Krypton blew up. He's gonna go to Earth. We're gonna see little baby Clark holding up the tr- truck. And then all of a sudden, it was like 30 years later. Here's Hobo Superman on an oil rig, and I was just like, well, what? What the fuck? This but i that like what i wanted to see just completely was gone and then yeah. like also again it was probably i wanted to see the christopher reeve superman aspect of it it's like they kind of flipped it that in the past it was always that especially in Smoreville, Jorell was the dick father and Jonathan mm-hmm. Kent was the awesome dad and this movie was kind of like, Jonathan Kent's a dick. Don't do that. Hand out. And I do that all the time at work. Like whenever like somebody's like, I always put that, that <coughs> Kevin the Costner. John, the yeah, pocket hand. Yeah. Yeah. I always put the pocket <laughs> hand out. Like that's, the way you say you bvs it, like I always had that handout ever since Man of Steel. <laughs> oh and oh I, I really didn't like that. Um, they did not,
0: pocket dirty in this yeah. movie. I'm not going to say um, that.
3: But like Jorell was all like the supportive dad and you mm. know, you can be the hero that, you know, they, you know everybody needs and I, I didn't appreciate that and like the other major issue I had was all the the destruction at the end how Superman fe- seemed kind of careless just like I'm just gonna destroy everything and I, I remember I was rewatching Poor, with friends real. and it was like that's when, how I felt the that first time when, I saw when was it so who, I was really? like
4: why doesn't he care um,
3: even though they never called him non it was kind of you know when he like just hit him and like in the Smallville fight and they just went into that gas station like I was joking around with my friends there was a lady there with a baby carriage that probably just died and that guy (laughs) in the car is probably dead and I will say since then two things have made me go a little easier in my opinion one is BVS (laughs) BVS because <laughs> no the fact that they addressed the destruction and like because I walked out of Man of Steel like is, does nobody care that he just destroyed yes, that was men? the first
4: thing I liked about BVS was that I was yeah. like good we're saying
2: it Metropolis is saved everybody's dead it's your fault that BVS sucked yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because
0: there was like oh okay I'll make it dark I'll make it even darker everyone hates him now yeah, no.
3: and, 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 not, and not to bring it like real for a second but I don't know if like our listeners know this but we're all New Yorkers like I sat there no. like we live through <laughs> nine <night>, we live <laughs> yeah, through night and That city was not, you know, evacuated. People died. It wasn't like BVS was like, the island is empty. Send them to like, oh, you know, they, they said it like six times. There was no yeah. people around. But
2: thank God it's after
3: hours and yeah. nobody's at work. Shut yeah. the fuck
2: up. Bob died. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but it really it, it, all that all that video game fighting at the end, like really irked me. But BVS kind of addressed it. They're like, oh, they're going to like turn around. And like that to me was kind of the reason why. Superman wasn't your hero like look what he did he's I I could feel like in real life a lot of people would be like fuck that superhero guy like he destroyed he my building my he killed yeah, my yeah. friend like so it kind of validated that and it kind of made it for me like oh all right i can see it now and the other thing that made me look at it differently like there was a interview with David Goyer, I believe, mm-hmm. and he kind of said the same thing that you said. He was like, you have to look at it, that this was, he kind of just learned how to fly the other day and he didn't really yeah. know how to fight and he was doing the best he can. Against stronger opponents. Yeah, against stronger and opponents. trained, yeah. Yeah. trained you dude. know, <laughs> like he really didn't know the full extent of his ability because I was always like, it was in Justice League Unlimited. I think it was the dark side Superman fight when he took him out into <laughs> the <laughs> desert. Oh my, like, that. I, I, the whole time I was like, why is he not doing that? How come they went up to space and they still landed in Metropolis? But mm. I get, he was inexperienced. So they lightened my, adi- my attitude that when I first saw it, I probably would have, like, given it like I hated it like. you would have just given it straight I, up yeah like, but now <laughs> it's like yeah. poor as hell Mr. Magoo I, Mr. I would Magoo. definitely say pass, passable I might go as far as more than passable I oh, have oh, wow. really lightened my opinion oh, wow. yeah and, you yeah, came a long way a long way but if you would have asked me this in 2013 <laughs> when this movie came out
1: you yeah, like yeah. man is
3: still therapy over like, a couple yeah. of years <laughs> But there's still <laughs> through time and remission. Jordan's success. We did it. Yeah. But there's still a lot of and uh, all of you touched on a lot of them and, and well I'm sure we'll get into more depth, there's still a lot of things I didn't like, like that time jump, um, the whole betrayal Ken, There was just a lot of things that I just I didn't Damn, like. I don't even know where to start now. Yeah. Um Krypton. There you go. You want to start well, from the very I'll, beginning?
4: Yeah. I wanna I right. wanna say one thing, just because Jason made me realize it for the first time. Even though we saw we see him learn how to fly. It never occurred to me that he'd just learned how to fly by the time I saw that fight scene. Really? Until now, until we spoke about it, I completely forgot that it was that short amount of time Mm, in the movie. It was like a day. I'm sorry, but if you had called it like Superman, like like first days or like something to fly. If you had called it something like that, it would have changed how you watch that whole movie. And it would have changed your expectations going into that movie, I think, for the better. Also, just.
0: I feel like the screenplay could have brought that to attention more. Like They could have at least thrown a couple lines about, like, I'm trying so hard, but it's like, I'm fighting people that are struggling.
4: Mom, help me. Like I don't know what I'm doing. But but here's the thing, is because they're jumping back and forth too between him as a kid and the present Mm -hmm. day, you really don't have a sense of any time.
2: Yeah, the time gets muddled up sometimes because you're like, oh, is it... Is it a week later? Is it a day later? Is it twenty minutes later?
0: Mm. Santa really had that problem. With watching it the first time. The pacing for me, I really like the memento style flashbacks. Mm-hmm. Like I thought, and especially with this movie, again, take those flashbacks out. He is flat as a board. Like he has no characterization yeah. without those flashbacks. Yeah, those.
4: no, they built all of his character on those flashbacks.
0: Yeah, I would like to believe that there's a better version of BVS with memento type flashbacks for Superman the entire movie that actually <laughs> makes all his like things he does make sense. <laughs> it's like oh don't give me ideas (laughs) (laughs) there's a better movie there somewhere I'm telling you But yeah, let's just start with the Krypton thing because I'm amazed that you guys didn't like the. I got to not amazed. This was a big complaint. <laughs> but I, I really, I really. Why do they have dragons? What the fuck? Yeah, it's just really, ain't my like, Crystal City. People can see the same thing and like just view it in completely different ways because I I saw the Krypton thing as a refreshing new take on Krypton. Like I've seen the Crystal Palace Krypton. I've seen the we're basically Earth but with like a little bit fancier technology. Like yeah. we look Krypton. like
2: we're from Greek, but in crystals. From yeah, like cartoon yeah. series.
0: So I like this grungy look they gave it. And I like the weird Pandora dragonfly dragon monster that yeah. <laughs>
2: jor rides on yeah I was still on a high from like Avatar when I saw that shit and I was like oh shit
0: yeah it was just a really intense scene too so like it was, even though they tried to jam in like six different subplots into that oh, scene
2: yeah Chill. that too
4: but I would say We're that doing a revolution.
0: Also, there's a molten core that we were excavating and also, somehow destroyed planet. Also, the planet's the
4: planet. dying. Oh, yeah. but high treason, so here, we're going to banish you, which mm. first gen- also, saves your lives.
2: Codex. Also, <laughs> first genetic birth. Yeah. 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 Also, we're
0: blasting our baby into space. Again. There's a space travel before this, right? Yes. Why aren't there more Kryptonians? I don't know.
2: <laughs> they yeah. all died. I don't know. Because <laughs> they did with the fact that they explored other planets before. It's like, why can't we just do that again? God, there's a lot things. Sure. It was even like it, it, the the excuse of like why wouldn't
0: they ever just go with their son to Earth, is made even worse by this movie because like it's even more like they have other outposts. This is something you have, you've done. This you've done space travel. Like, yeah. why would you just? I'll make a side ship that I get in, yeah. <laughs> or, or a bigger ship, and the baby sits in
2: my lap. Yeah, yeah that's a big ass ship for a fucking baby. Yeah. I mean, it's it's just all engine. All the dick ships in the movie. Yeah, yeah.
4: it's a hyperdrive with a small pod for a baby. Uh,
2: listen, the phallicness of <laughs> the ship sometimes is a bit much because when they put them in the Phantom Zone, it's like all like. Dick plugs flying
0: up. Yeah,
1: here. tiny dicks. I will find
0: him. And like, let, I want to talk about um, Michael Shannon too before we get past Krypton. Watching the movie again, I also realized that as a villain, he didn't have that much to work with. No, it wasn't like didn't. there was much no. characterization he did for him either. Really
4: well, considering what he was given. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's
0: it's all. Just subtle moments mm-hmm. and his acting. Yeah, his over the t- and this is the moment where like over the top acting makes you memorable in the right way. Forrest Whitaker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no yes, but. Yeah, no Salka shit Oh my God, no. <laughs> he does it in the right way.
1: <laughs> oh Jesus <geez> Christ. <laughs> uh, uh, uh.
0: But yeah, no. He like he does like the intensity of his lines makes them memorable. Yeah. I will find him. Yeah. Tell me, can you feel his fear? Like wherever yeah. he says to Jorel when yeah. he's talking to his like his, his hologram. But like and, and even in the hologram scene, where like you see he's characterized as someone who will do anything to save his people. So even though he was somewhat friends with uh with Jorel, when he kills his hologram and erases him from the continuity of this universe forever. Which I kinda effectively miss. kill him twice. Yeah. There's that one moment where it pans to his face and you see a, like a little bit of regret. Yeah. Just a little bit. But that like, tells so much about his character. It's like, okay, he might be his militaristic, like super leader, but like, he also really cared about his friend.
2: Yeah, There was one thing that like, a lot of people were like. Oh, like Man of Steel's uh, Zod is so one-dimensional. All he does is like scream and try to find him. It was like when you really look at it, Zod is almost a tragedy. Yeah, of what happens to him because
4: he's genetically engineered. Yeah,
2: it's they all are. It's built yeah. into him to care about Krypton and protect it at all costs. He can't choose anything else. Because that's all he'd known from birth. That's what makes kal so different. The fact that... I just blew your mind, huh? No, because <laughs> no, cause
4: I was just thinking we've seen this recently too, though. This is what happens in Doctor Strange. When somebody's logic, their oh. moral compass is so obstinate oh, yeah. of what they believe is right that they end up becoming the villain. That's mm. kind of Zod.
1: Yeah.
3: Well, yeah. what is it? The, the quote: "The best villains are the ones that think they're heroes." Yeah, like, I'm yeah. sure in Zod's mind, he was the hero. I'm sure. Yeah, he's in, um, saving his people. I can't remember his name. Hannibal from Doctor Strange. I remember oh, yeah. his name. and was,
0: even but... that moment where um, Superman's about to destroy the birthing chamber. Like, or something. no,
3: you'll doom Krypton.
0: Like, he Crypton. seems so genuine. When he says, yeah. like, "No, please!" Yeah. Like he's like, "Please don't do this." Yeah,
4: he's like, "That's the one thing he doesn't want is for Krypton to yeah. lose all he, chance." Like.
0: It, By nature, he's not a bad person. No. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. He just does bad things.
2: (laughs) Very (laughs) bad things. Krypton is to blame for Zod because, again, they're all built into these roles from birth. That's what makes Kal-El so different. The fact that he has the choice to become what he wants to be. He's not like from born's like, oh, no, you're a scientist. Oh, you're a doctor. Oh, no, you're just an he's asshole. natural birth. And that's yeah. why I love that scene
0: where he destroys his ship. Because like before, he comes in with his eyes like on fire, ready to destroy it. But when Zod pleads with him, he does have that moment of he, his eyes turn off and he thinks about it. He's like, no, Krypton had his chance. So even in that moment, he literally had to decide humanity or Krypton. And he chose mm-hmm. humanity.
1: Pa Kent dies.
0: Yeah. Okay. We just lost some audio. (laughs) So I just lost an amazing speech of defending
3: Pa Kent to Jason. (laughs) Should we try to? I don't know where to start or how to recreate. Well, my I had said that my major, one of my major issues with the movie was the portrayal of Pa Kent and that entire scene where he waved off Clark. You know, from saving him from the the tornado, mm-hmm. and my whole reason. Oh, I know how I brought it up because I was saying the whole thing with the uh, the flashback scenes that I felt like they were kind of out of order. And you weren't sure you where kind his of, yeah, you were. kind of already showed like a present day. I'm staring at that thing. Me too. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs>
4: they were all like traumatized <laughs> we're all like hot eyeing like the recorder but like they were, it on
3: they were already showing like uh, a, a fully powerful Clark Kent you know pre-Superman but then they would flash back to these scenes where you weren't really sure where his power level was and I kind of felt like you know Clark should have been able to like swoop in super fast and grab his dad when nobody's seen him and mm-hmm. save him why didn't he do that and I the other point I brought up was from the original Superman mythology the whole thing with Pa mm-hmm. Kent dying from a heart attack I felt like in terms of storytelling that's much more heartfelt and deeper because that's the one thing that this guy who basically has the powers of a god can't stop yeah you can't stop like it's you know, a natural cause yeah, yeah a death of natural causes so i felt like why did snyder change that it would have worked so much better yeah it's way um, more humbling for that character yeah be
0: able to stop something
3: natural yeah even though
0: they have all the powers of a god you're right
3: but um yeah that was one of the major things i walked out of theater and then me. i tried before we
0: lost our audio <laughs> i tried to explain that I think it's more so the case that Zack Snyder was trying to get across the idea that pocket loves his son so much that he's willing to take the L basically
2: <laughs> to take the
0: L for, for the greater good, good for the greater good cuz
2: like I remember like you said it like he didn't want his son to be un- like not ready to be revealed yet he didn't want it to yeah. this be his reveal it's, it's like- selfish it's selfish in that way but he he doesn't know what's going to happen
0: to him in this very anti alien sentiment world as yeah. Zack Snyder's built cool. he doesn't know like he doesn't want him to be the reason that that secret is forced out right. and for like you know come with may all the horrible things that might happen to his son because of that so the problem I was kind of giving credit to like your complaints yeah. <laughs> that a lot of it was just set up for that scene like why the hell are you going back for that dog of all things like you had a child in your hand at one point like why not go back for a kid it would make his sacrifice seem more noble he says he's stupid he went back for a dog of all things and then he gets his leg caught he gets his legs caught and then before the scene ends he gets free so he looks even worse because he doesn't just run away instead he's just putting his hand up like so, so in your mind you're thinking about all the reasons why he shouldn't be dying right now rather than the reason that Snyder wants you to think about why he is sacrificing himself yeah. for a dog yeah for a dog <laughs> like, even better even if he just kept his leg caught and he couldn't get out and at the last moment like he was just he realized alright I can't get out in time like Clark yeah. just damn. stay there cause I don't want you to do damn, this damn I
2: just visualized that like just how like you said it, like the sheer panic on his face in the moment when he realized it, and he's just like yeah. No.
0: It, it, it undercuts the scene when he gets free but then nothing happens of it.
2: Because like, he's
4: limping which I get but it's kind of like I'm not going to try and hop away from this. He takes
2: he me. takes like two hops and yeah. that's it. He's like oh, I'm not going to make it. You're going to try? Nah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm done. I had a good run. <laughs> I've lived a good life. <laughs> yeah. That's but then it the also name. ties back to that other scene with John King is also controversial the where The school bus. It, the school bus. Well, the aftermath of the school bus, right. where he essentially tells, like, what people will take from that scene is that he tells Clark that, yeah, maybe we should let the kids die if it means saving your skin. But what he's really telling him, or what not trying to get across to the audience, is that Pockins human, and he doesn't know what the right answer is. He doesn't know if, like, he should have saved those kids or not because he doesn't know what will happen to his son, like, as a consequence. Right. But it's a choice that he puts on his son to make. And that's why he kind of jumps in the way of a tornado instead of letting him do it. Because he doesn't want to force that choice. He wants his son to be able to make it without, like, an ultimatum. And in that moment, the ultimatum was, like, either save me and reveal yourself, or I'm going to die. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Though, again, like, I say all this, I'm defending it, and that makes sense in context. But then when you look at the next issue, which is um, the reason why he ultimately comes out anyway... It's mm-hmm. also because of ultimatum, so it's not even like yeah. <laughs> it's not even like he just really says like I'm Superman, everybody. Yeah. It's like Zaz like either you say you're Superman, I'm gonna kill everybody. Yeah. <laughs> you have an alien amongst you. Yeah, you are not alone. Yeah. Whereas
2: like he didn't even choose his reveal. His reveal was outed by somebody else. Yeah. So like that,
0: it's it, in, the, in that way it feels like sloppy writing a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I I can understand why people complain about that scene, but I I, I see past all the issues. And see what the writer or Snyder was trying to get across in that scene. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's looking at me like, yeah, I get what you mean, but. I get what you mean, <laughs> but. <Fuck>. Yeah.
2: <laughs> All I'm visualizing is just Jason lifting up his hand like, Pog can't, like, no, no. It's
3: like you are trying. <laughs> You've <trying. laughs> It's like me talking to like Jordan if this Mo- was, <laughs> If this was like a visual, uh, like a video instead of a podcast, you, I would just put my hand out to you right now.
2: <laughs> it's basically what Jordan does to me when I mention BBS, and he's just like, no. <laughs> Just (laughs) no.
0: But I mean, like that's what I was saying. Like a lot of people that complain about this movie, like I get the complaints. Mm -hmm. It's just like for me personally. You still love it. I still love it. And I can it's because the things that are good about it, for me personally, outweigh the bad. Mm -hmm. And I can see what they were trying to do even with the things they faltered on. Like for example, the very powerful scene of him killing another controversial scene of him killing Zod.
1: Yeah. That setup
0: makes sense. The dialogue explains why he had to do what he had to do. He pleaded with Zod, the last person of his entire race, please don't do this. Do not kill these people. And because Zod's hurt from him taking his home I will never stop. I will never stop. And this is a guy who can kick your ass. <laughs> Just learned how to fly in the last 10 minutes. Knows military training. So he, he, he could be looking at this situation like, I barely got him in his headlock.
1: Yeah.
0: If he gets out of this. It's over. I'm not sure where this fight's going to go. Mm-hmm. So I need to make a choice. And in that moment, he makes a choice of killing Zod. And it's an emotional scene. He screams in pain. But then the very next scene, he's just joking around with the <laughs> with the, uh, the military guy. Yeah. So, like,
2: it loses that weight. Yeah. But like, all I needed was one scene with him and Lois of him going like, I'll never do it again. I will never kill again. That, that was this. my entire argument, too, because I was like, oh, Superman doesn't kill. I'm like, yeah, this is why he doesn't kill. Yeah. Because he had to do it and he feels how awful it feels but like since you said with the quick cut it comes back to like yeah well you know you can't you can't just follow me don't look where i hang up my kid yeah. it's like you lose that dramatic impact yeah. for like a quick funny beat
3: yeah and even though you just said like with the previous argument about the whole kevin costner pocket that scene that you feel like it wasn't written well i feel like this was written well that he he had no choice it mm-hmm. was either kills mm-hmm. like they
0: mm-hmm. yeah. did well but not visually shown well because not, people yeah. could just run to the side. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, saying. I'm like just but, run forward and right. Yeah it's like. But ah. at the same
3: time even if it wasn't that specific family like yeah. he was like, going to keep killing like he really was in I'm a down. corner like you, you you there was first of all there's no other superhero so it's not like they have I don't know what it would be called in the DC universe but like the, the, like Marvel the Raph you don't have a super powered villain mm. uh, a super powered jail to throw him in. Exactly. You know you don't have the Phantom Zone um, doesn't work no, anymore. No that's gone. So you're not going to rehabilitate him like you kind of have you don't have a giant mirror to throw him in and send him into space you think you can even try and to We'll have to that guy yeah. no. to bottomize
2: him. So, yeah.
3: but you were kind of like he they kind of did set it up that he had no choice mm-hmm. so i was okay with for all the other problems i have with the movie i was okay with that because there was a reason for it yeah. there's nothing else we could do this guy's just gonna his his whole mentality was i have no choice there's nothing else i can do like there's, there's just i have to kill him they i, I like the way that they basically kind of rode him into a corner there was no way out of it yeah and i get what you're saying nah. uh, but i get what you're saying the family could have ran or he could have held him off long enough so they could go away but there would have been another family there would have been another they already destroyed half the city at that point yeah like that was all of like downtown manhattan that was gone at yeah. that point so I, i'm i'm that's one of the few things i actually liked about man of steel
0: it's surprising that's yeah. like the main thing people complain about when they complain know, about the movie i know because
2: they're like my Roman doesn't kill i'm like now nah, he
0: yeah, but especially like in the context of the movie, like it makes sense why he did that. Yeah.
2: He's young. He's learning. He's learning how to become a hero. He's not just wake up, put on a cape. I'm the best man alive. It's like, nah, you're gonna fall. You're gonna stumble. They will
0: stumble. They literally they say. Will fall. But
2: eventually, it <laughs> will join you in the market.
0: It's just the the, the screen. <laughs>
2: that's
0: <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> but it's just like the screenwriting. I think just betrays itself. Because like I said, like that's a powerful scene. But not only is there so many things that you can nitpick about it, because of not only how it was filmed, but how like it was kind of set up, and like how it was not really dealt with. But then the very next scene, how it's like not really addressed. Like it's just a gr- a great idea. That they gave too much room for people to complain yeah, about. It's too
2: fast to yeah. cut. Yeah. It should have lingered on it. Yeah. That scream was like, damn, that was impactful. That, when he's like collapses, yeah, Lois goes to hug him. It's like that's a man really dealing with his consequences. And he's like, nah, you know, I'm good.
0: All he had to do was say, like, I'll never do it again. That's it. Like, just yeah. and you would get it. But they just give it all to the audience, like, to put it on or them even, to figure it out.
2: Or even him, like, if you're gonna keep doing with the whole big Superman Batman, like, him just brooding in the corner and just looks at alone, and he's like, looks at,
1: looking at his hands, like.
0: I can never do that again. Yeah. Boom. Meanwhile, they, they put so much freaking screen time on him fighting the tentacle monster thing, like <laughs> the tentacle war drive.
3: <laughs> yeah. And, and not to bitch about BVS again, but that's why I feel like we needed a Man of Steel too, because we only really got, mm-hmm. like you said, Clark really wasn't a hero yet. He was still learning. He was a hero at the end of that movie. Maybe we needed a whole movie of him being a hero instead of, well, mm-hmm. he's not really a hero. Everybody kind of hates him, but now he's heroic, but now he's dead. Like, that's the thing, like, BVS,
0: I think I like, also failed. They never had that Superman 2, Tyler Hoechlin Superman. Yeah. We never we skipped right over it to go right into, like, why people distrust them still. Which I think was the failure of BVS, because, like, at the end of Man of Steel, the whole point of that movie was to earn the people's trust. Yeah, yeah. Like, so when you double back on that in BVS, it's like, so what was, it in, and what was t- Man of Steel for? I
2: have it again with BVS, like, when he does the spear, and he's like, this is my word.
0: Yeah, like, we've already established it, bro. Like, that was all Man of Steel. Like, we don't need to do it twice. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's just, that just destroys the character. for It, it unravels. I, I just wish we had that Tyler Hoechlin, Henry Cavill movie. Mm. It's a solid movie of him versus Lex Luthor. Yeah. Him. And you could have all the conflict of, like, the Man of Steel and BVS thing. Where, like, you know, is it right that he hurt all these people? Can he work um alone without actually, like, any kind of representation or any kind of, like, uh, any rules or laws? Mm. Like, you could have that debate. But you have to anchor it with the Superman that we want to see at that point.
3: And I have a feeling we're not gonna see it for a while. Like I was like, come back from the dead and be I, like, oh I'm I'm, I'm happy. No, like no, it I, like, no, uh, doesn't yeah. make sense. I, I, really,
2: yeah,
3: I really feel and I could be wrong, but I really feel like in Justice League when when they bring Superman back, like I have a feeling they're gonna kinda go the wait, Superman wait, spoilers.
1: <laughs> Sorry.
3: Oh, wait. Superman is dead? Um, no.
2: I mean, coming back?
3: What? I have a feeling they're going to do like that Super. Um, the Superman cartoon. They're going to do that episode when he was under the, the sway of Darkseid and he was like leading Darkseid's army. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling that we're going to be dealing oh, with an evil Superman no. fighting the Justice League at first. I mean, we kind of had
2: that with the whole future vision.
3: Yeah. So it's already set up. So we're still not going to get the heroic Superman that we deserve and for the, a while, I don't think.
2: And just for Jordan, he's going to have a Nicolas Cage for
3: Oh, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> fucking giant spider. Oh, my
0: God. Oh, this is the hilarious part that John Peters produced uh, Man of Steel just like you produced um, Wild Wild West that had the giant spider yep. that was supposed to be in Superman Lives. Yep. That's where the tentacle monster World War II Drive came from. It's <laughs> like, I'm getting a giant spider in this movie. I don't care where. <laughs> it's like all the fucking
2: holes in space of every
0: fucking movie from the last five years. Yeah. If I actually had one thing I could cut from Man of Steel, it would be that fight with the World Drive engine. Yeah. It, it was necessary at all. Like, yeah. that, that whole scene was because necessary. Because
2: he's sitting up as, like, that's the climax, but then you get to the real climax, which is the fight with him in Metropolis, which is, like, every Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z fan's white dream.
0: Yes, but people, like, the other people that aren't us were exhausted by the point they got to that awesome fight Except scene. Had,
2: like, three
3: climaxes having the same Exactly. Thing. I'm one of those people. I felt exactly. like the fight scene was way too long. I mm-hmm. really do like. Oh, the fight's over. Nope, it got back up again. Like, but see, if it, he went to the world engine and immediately got
0: smacked into that energy meme, mm-hmm. and just the the only scene there was him stopping that beaming like, going, Mr. Yeah. yeah, and yeah. then it goes into Zod fight. You probably like look at that fight differently, yeah, right? Probably. You wouldn't be tired by the time yeah. you got to yeah. it. Yeah, because I felt like yeah. it was
3: just the too thing long. Thinking about it now, it's like okay, the fight of
2: Metropolis. Then the fight with the World Engine Then the fight in small, uh, the, well, Smallville Well yeah, first in Smallville first I got confused First in yeah. Smallville Then the World Engine Then Metropolis Then one on one with Zod And then Zod takes up And he's like I can fly too now bitch And then the fight keeps going <laughs> And then he breaks his neck And it's like God that's like five fights In one act Yeah it's exhausting
0: But just the Zod fight I will defend that to no, my dying, die. D- dying day, You're
3: dying day, dying <laughs> day, dying, dying
0: die. my dying day. <laughs> it was Dragon Ball Z fans' wet dream, but not even just that. Like it was just so very. I mentioned this in the last podcast about why I thought it was better than the BVS climax. It's just you go through so many different stages of that fight, and it's it, the 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 punctuation on it is that it's so freaking epic. It's like it's like. Like a, a, an opera. It's so epic. Like falling through the sky with fireballs of like meteoric, like like debris fog around you. That shit is beautiful to look at.
2: I just thought of a perfect way to connect back to the thing we said earlier. What? He made his world smaller in that fight. Because it started outside in the city, out in space.
1: Mm. It down, and then it ends up in that little
2: one scene where he has to break
0: his neck. Do you think that shit was planned or is that just like... That's me making... Oh, it's life. reaching. <laughs> I think you
2: making an awesome connection. But you know, it could have been. Yeah. And just somewhere in the lines, somewhere the vision got muddled by somebody. It could be an editor, it could be a director, it could be a executive going, you know what? Fuck his cape. <laughs> he said, Fuck is cape.
0: John Peters. <laughs> Capes are gay. <laughs> it's like that's super, man.
2: <laughs> Fuck the costume. Okay. What?
0: <laughs> but I, so overall though, with um I just
3: want to talk about John Kent again real quick. So did you like John Kent in this movie? no not at all I I didn't like the fact that they made him like the bad dad like Pac Kent to me was like the dad that always supported his son like you're gonna go out there and you're gonna make a difference and this whole movie was like no don't let the kids die don't do it don't save your light in a bushel basically yeah and I, I didn't I didn't like that and it's also the fact that I like Kevin Costner as an actor and it's like why are you making him like an asshole and you know,
0: but he wasn't asshole. There were moments of humanity that shine through. I think all the moments that were interpreted as him being an asshole were just really him being a con over maybe overly concerned, but a concerned father. So, like the the moment when we're talking to Clark in the um the, the farmhouse where he reveals to him the the alien shit that brought him there. I love the moment Where Clark turns him And goes Can I just keep Pretending to be your son Mm -hmm. And he embraces him And he says like You are are my son Like
3: "Mm, It was just so good There was definitely moments Yeah She's like, but I know. <laughs> like I said, it's, just, it's just me because... It's Jason wanted more of those. It's not are. you. It's most people. No, but I mean, like, just speaking for myself though, it was just the fact that after 10 seasons of Smallville mm. where, you know, Jor-El was the prick that was like, you know, basically like manipulating his son and Pa Kent was like this freaking, what was he, Luke Duke or Bo Duke, whichever Duke he was in the Dukes of Hazard. Yeah. You know, this, uh. Just this awesome dad that I, I wanted to have as a dad and then just to completely flip it, I don't know, it, it, just, it just irked me. And I guess it irked a lot of people too.
1: Yeah yeah
2: there was it, one thing I saw like in passing was like what if like the explanation for Pod is like in the whole movies Pod is actually like has like crippling depression and it makes sense why his reactions are a certain way where it's like don't do that because in a sense he's almost like you get the whole backstory of BVS where it's like we did this but the other farm drowned
3: Right. Mm. so it's like
2: his, the dad has his own problems but like you said in the end of the day he still loves his son so much where he's like don't do it for me do it for you
0: yeah someone's reading between the text there. yeah that's that's the thing too like <laughs> a don't between the really lines. know if
3: this was like their vision of it we're kind of yeah. like writing our own visions of it but I could still see like everything came out of love for his son because he just wanted his son to be his son he wanted his son to live his life he didn't you know he didn't know what would happen if his son went out there to be this bigger person to go out and save everybody he was like he kind of just wanted his son to live his life it's just that it kind of came across as fuck you don't do anything. <laughs> yeah i did
0: <laughs> but it's very much like the joseph to the jesus as his son kind of the allegory like you know you're a normal man with like this thing that you know is meant for greatness but at the same time it's, he's your son yeah. so you don't want him to go out there and like potentially get hurt yeah. by the world
3: that doesn't understand it Who was protecting him
0: yeah, yeah. I don't, it's just I, that's very powerful to me
3: no it is it's just I, Zack Snyder I've always said this, he's a very good visual director mm-hmm. he puts beautiful images on the screen oh, yeah. his writing sometimes he doesn't know how to connect it
0: I mean I'll say this you're mentioning that even though we're defending John Kent right now There's just so many weird flips in the script that we've already kind of mentioned, but even just the the fact with John Kent, um, knowing that his son's meant for greatness Mm -hmm. and he's cultivating that idea in him, even though he doesn't really want him to to do it because he's afraid for him. But in the scene where he's in the car with his son before the tornado hits, he's telling Clark, you're going to be a farmer forever, right? It's like, (laughs) but dad, you said I'm God. But you're gonna be a
3: farmer, right? It's like, wait, wait, what? <laughs> you might be a guy, but you still my son, <laughs> and those eggs need to be as harvested long as from you no let chicken. Run tomorrow, you better do what I put say. It's like,
2: you but you just said I'm meant for greatness.
3: Greatness is farming. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why I never thought about this before, but just like the way my brain works, I just had a whole, but I wanted to go to Tashi Station to pick up some power converters kind of moment (laughs) in my head. Like, it was basically like the Luke Skywalker, uh, Owen Lars kind of relationship. Kind of is. Yeah.
0: (laughs) I want to go to Tashi Station to pick up some power converters. (laughs) No, Clark. You're going to fight Superman's, I mean Batman in the sequel and get your ass kicked. (laughs) And then say your mom's name for some reason, okay?
1: (laughs) Why did you say that name? Fuck!
0: Why did you say that? Yeah, you said it? Yeah, I know. Uh, what else is there I want to talk about? Oh, mentioning Lois Lane. Yeah.
1: yeah.
3: <laughs> so depressing. And music too. <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, I, I, again I like the way she was written. In the movie.
1: She's a lot smarter
0: than before. Yes, but especially in BVS. But in Amy Adams, like, but I don't ever felt, I never felt like Amy Adams successfully portrayed her the way that I feel like Lois Lane is meant to be. She never found that balance of pluckiness and like, you know, no nonsense, but at the same time, like, kind of flirtatious, kind of first. I, I, never, I never felt that. Mm-hmm.
4: I never felt like there was any fun in her. I feel like all she did was like kind of look for the next story.
0: Her first, her first words were like, "I'm done measuring dicks, tell yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's like, all right, damn. Well, like
4: I love that line, but it never gets balanced by anything. So it's like, mm. are you just angry all the time, unless you're writing?
1: <laughs> That's how she's. Doing. I feel like that that, I that first like scene she was.
3: I've ever loved Clark.
0: Oh, My bigger issue is I. You cut deep Whoa I was just talking About her as a journalist She went right to like She don't even love that man
3: (laughs) I feel like the love Between them was very forced Just like well we know That Clark Kent and Lois Lane Are supposed to be together So just believe it Like I never really felt The spark or the romance Between them Like when did that happen Off screen
0: I will defend the kiss though I will defend the kiss Thank you I've kissed people I don't love There you go. But I mean, I'm just saying. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) 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 Well, but it's just like the the fact of like he's able. Like, how do I I phrase this? You know, if you go through so many traumatic events with a person, and especially in the in the context of the movie, how many times did he save this woman's life? Like, through, through insane, death-defying moments. Yeah. And, like, you know, kiss doesn't mean you're, like, you're gonna date the person or even be in love with the person. Like, you kind of just say it. It's just the, the moment, the exhilaration, your mm-hmm. adrenaline's going, you know, he's really fucking handsome. Like, really fucking handsome. <laughs> well. No, no, oh, no. Like, really fucking handsome. <laughs> Hell, I... Look. At the moment where she kisses him, after all that shit, I kiss him too. <laughs> <laughs> no regrets. <laughs> no. You'd be like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> like, look, man, I'm sorry, but you've thrown me a lot of signals, right? <laughs> you
2: cannot give me that jawline,
0: goddammit. <laughs> so, like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, I, the, the, the kiss was never overstepping its boundaries for me. And I like how they set up their relationship for the end, where it's like, you you can't do the feign of oh my god like i can't believe your car can't or oh my god i can't tell Clark can superman like you
3: can't it's yeah i yeah. i forgot to bring that up that was again being a classic Superman fan That was the thing That kind of irked me too like, Really but I like From the beginning But I then like it that like, It kind of makes sense So I was kind of like Torn about it Yeah I, was like, I don't like it But it does make sense It was a, it was, a, I think it was a smart play On that
0: uh, The yeah. concept Because like He still arrives In, in the uh, Daily Planet With the glasses And everything And the whole get up Oh and
3: I love that That yeah. Shut up yeah. all bumbling and That last
0: little monologue Yeah, yeah. To the planet. Nice pun yeah. You know there was no one right yeah. Watching that again I'm like This is Dark Knight Return Dark Knight this yeah. is the Dark Knight again. Like, they just yeah. did the ending again with the monologue. Yeah. But, like, it's Superman's Dark Knight. Yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, like, just in that last scene, like, you know, you play on it like, yeah, I know you are. <laughs> and if you're a Pulitzer Prize-winning journalist, where she goes out of her way to say.
2: Yeah. i like, you, my are on it.
0: Yeah, you can't freaking have that thing where it's like, I don't know who Superman is. It's like, come on, dude. Like No, it's, like,
4: already just unbelievably shocking that nobody in history has ever... See past the glasses yeah. enough to know that it's Superman, and what makes sense in the way they have him interacting with other people in Man of Steel and in BVS is that nobody's really close enough to actually see his face
1: for the most part. Yeah, I know. He's
4: like in his immediate vicinity in his day to day life, but I'm glad that like Lois knows because I feel like that would have just been a weird like farce. Yeah, yeah. You know, and it like, would have been I just mean, to keep no the stuff. classic element of it. Yeah.
0: yeah, it wouldn't have been for the story. It was just to like placate the classic fans. Yeah.
4: And there's not, like, the way they've set up so much shit that there was never gonna be time to, like, even enjoy it (laughs) if they had done it. But, I mean, like, I know we're mainly talking about Man of Steel right now, but, like, in BVS, like, one of the first things she says to him is, I don't know if, like, you can love me and be you. And it's like, there's just, their relationship is so heavy and forced, Mm -hmm. like, zero to serious. And I never feel that
0: chemistry between them, ever. That six-month gap between BBS and Man of Steel was an excuse just to, like, kind of reset everyone's character.
1: Yeah.
0: And for the worst of the story, though. It's so weird that they chose but to I do feel that. like
4: she stays consistently unsatisfying.
1: <laughs> 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 Is that a compliment? <common? laughs> <laughs> I
0: can't tell. That's what
1: we call a
4: backhanded.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I, I heard that. I, like I said, I was never a huge fan of Lois Lane. But I... I like their relationship. Wrote
4: her. It's just weird that it doesn't come through.
0: Yeah. Like okay, so I got to take it back. I'm not a big fan of Amy Adams, but I like yeah. the lowest Lane they wrote, at least in Man of Steel. Yeah. Yeah. But an interesting note that I wrote when I was watching the movie, when she first appears, and she's talking to... I don't even think he had a name, but whoever she talks to when she first gets Excellent. off that Order ship... Soldier A. Yeah. And she's talking about, like, yeah, the expedition you know, site, blah, 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 blah. Exactly. Yeah. That dude has more lines than jimmy olsen <laughs> in yeah. bbs yeah. and doesn't die at the end of that scene <laughs> yeah he's
4: jimmy olsen until the extended cut of BBS. <laughs> i was just gonna
0: say that Remember, jimmy was in bbs what that dude was talking i'm like he had more lines He probably even more than the extended cut yeah i think he had more lines than even jimmy had in the extended no, cut of bbs I
1: counted.
0: Yep. i'm just like how did they do this <laughs> so that's what i'm saying when i, I watch man of steel it was the reverse. Like, BVS made me appreciate Man of Steel even more. Man of Steel watching again made me hate BBS even more. <laughs> and I can see why that's happening. It's but just, like, then, so many small things.
4: The one other thing about Lois Lane that I'm realizing now is probably what bothers me is that I feel like they tried so hard to not make her the damsel in distress that they don't really let her be, like, a real female.
0: In, in Man of Steel?
4: Yeah.
0: But yeah, she's, really she's constantly a man. I
4: mean, like, she's not... Beyond getting saved by Superman and being a reporter, there's nothing to her character. Take those two things away. There's nothing left.
0: I agree with you hundred percent. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Very true. Just like take away the flashbacks and
3: Clark has no character. Yeah. Very true, also.
2: And yeah. like, <laughs> another know thing knows when we were rewatching it. Or it's like, oh, General Zod requests this woman come on board, too. It's like, why? Mm, mm,
1: yeah, mm, yeah. I understand mm, that she was,
4: like, important for Clark because she had already been chasing the story. Mm. But how the fuck does he
0: know? Look, they had the right circles to fucking get her into that situation in the beginning. But they didn't even did get her that far. It's like, of all people, I guess because she knew him. That's why they're bringing her with the military craft or whatever. But for Zod to be like, her, I want her. I like well, her face.
1: <laughs> like, you <laughs> know <like>, what?
0: She <laughs>
4: doesn't even leave the ship. He's still no. the ship So it's like How does he even know
2: No No I got it From Space Zod's like
4: I like those shoes
0: <laughs> <laughs> Bring that girl It's like what oh, There's a lot of like There's still a lot of plot holes In Man of Steel too But again It's just one situation Where like I like enough of the movie Where I can't like, It's like a CW show Where I can ignore The plot holes And like yeah. the, them shit doesn't matter it Like for example what was the deal with the ice around the Kryptonian ship that is the Fortress of Solitude being thousands of years old? Why did that ship get there before them? I mean, the fact that that's supposed to be Kara's ship too. Yeah. How did you find that later? Like, but, but like, why? Why was that a plot point? I was point? confused by that too.
4: Like, they made, they made that a point. Yeah. And then there's. Was it what, no what does that mean?
3: I guess just when they tied into when um, he was on Zod's ship and they showed like the weird like holographic wall like showing that. Uh, the Kryptonians were like going out and colonizing worlds like for thousands of years earlier. Like mm-hmm. I guess that was the tie back to that. And like, then we were here thousands of years ago. Why? I don't know.
0: So it wasn't an L ship. Or it was an L ship. I don't know because then L- why does it have the L it was an L ship. So it was an L ship from thousands of years ago.
2: It was Karo's ship. Kara Zor L, his cousin.
0: Is his ancestor. So was it actually A ship that got there Thousands of years ago Or was it like yeah, Through a yeah. wormhole And that's how it got there And timey-wimey me thousand years ago Yeah And actually okay.
4: And so So his dad just knew It was already there And was like Whoops Send my consciousness
3: Yeah that was a little A little bit of a reach <laughs> Like I know I From what I, I I'm just remembering now There was a tie-in comic That addressed the ship Crashing on Earth Thousands of years ago mm. But they still didn't address The whole Which he just brought up With Jor-El it was just a weird point to make. Or was like fact why even... just had a magic costume making thing there.
0: That's my thing. It was like, if it's not an L ship, or if, like, well, I don't understand. So you just make the costume? Or you just make my uniform?
3: <laughs> Time. What? My
4: mic was off before.
2: <laughs> I just noticed now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> BBS strikes again. <laughs> that means that everything you've been saying has been quiet as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but hopefully still he is.
4: I don't know what made okay, it Okay I was gonna and say I am mean, like in I chipped Like three times
0: This is so fucking funny This podcast Has been the most Difficult to record
3: Wait I got it This podcast Has been brought to you By 2016
0: <laughs> <laughs> At
1: PBS
3: Like Trying to be positive About
0: DC Has yielded The most Aggravating podcast <laughs> So now Talking about
2: Marvel <laughs> And now it records Perfectly
4: Oh my god. <laughs> what is going on? Okay. To recap, I don't like Lois Lane. I she has no characterization. And I agree with Jason and Jordan for the most part. <laughs> <laughs> just in case. I'm just covering my bases. We're praying that it happened
2: randomly. We'll find out belatedly. And if you heard all of it, congrats. It actually worked. If you didn't hear it, well, fuck. Tune in next time. <laughs> On the next episode
1: of
2: <laughs> Bird visions, audio problems. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> but going back to the matter at hand, the Pasha, in the Sciences the comic, they like I remember reading about it too. They address that it is one of the colonization, like House of L ships, yeah, and it was Karazor L who was in one of those. So instead of being his cousin, she's like his ancestor. Mm-hmm. So it's was already been there for years. And for what Sammy said before, we found out about the mic problem that <laughs> his hologram, his, his consciousness was in the house of L chip that he had the whole time.
1: Because
2: mm. when he plugs it that in, that's when he starts showing up out of nowhere, yeah.
4: Oh, okay. Yeah, that came from his okay. hyperdrive yeah. shit.
0: Which, if you're really nitpicky, it's like, why didn't you put his mom in that shit? Yeah, <laughs> fuck <fine>, <laughs> her, right? What are you doing? Uploading my AI? See, what uh, about my AI? What's,
4: like, what's <laughs> problematic about a lot of the stuff that we've been like explaining to each other over the last like hour, it feels like now, is that we're like all realizing stuff about this movie now that makes the movie make sense. Mm-hmm. But that means we didn't realize all of that when we watched it. It's highly problematic,
0: <laughs> but, but see, these are all symptoms of all DC movies. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just that's why it's yeah. so fun rewatching it again because, like, I see the seeds and of all the bullshit do, in DC. Yeah. No, oh no, I mean God. all the bullshit seeds, like all the things that later became major issues, started off as minor issues in this yeah. movie. Yeah, and some people saw it as major issues even then, but like I'm saying, <laughs>
4: objectively, yeah. this.
2: It's better than those other things that have in No, afterwards. I agree 100%. Yeah.
4: This is the best recent DC movie.
2: The yeah. inside is 2020.
4: <laughs> or 2017, hopefully.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm rubbing off on you guys, you know that, right? I'm giving you all these bad puns. <laughs> I mean, I was already punny enough as it is, but you just make it worse. <laughs> all right, let's see what's what we want to talk about. I mean, just like uh, the joy
0: is something that I miss from the future DC movies. Cause like we're talking about like the scenes leading up to basically the first time Clark yeah. flies, and just like that whole monologue that Jor-El gives him as he walks out and yeah. like flies for the first time, the, and humanity, the trial and error,
2: the, yes, the humanity and the levity that comes from that of yeah. like just being able to fly for the first time and not being able to do it, and the reference to his original power where he didn't fly, he just mm-hmm. jumped tall buildings in a single bound,
0: yeah, like all that with, like was woven so well into that scene, and just I have never seen. I remember like the the um. The model for the Ultimate movies, was like *You Believe a Man Can Fly*, mm-hmm. like I had never seen up until that point someone fly such a way that I felt like him. I yeah. felt like joyous. I was smiling with him as he was whipping across those yeah. Like, mountains. Yeah. yeah,
2: even thinking back to like the Christopher Reeve one, like as much as I love it, as like you will have this knowledge cut to him flying out. It's like the fuck happened. Yeah. yeah, where'd you get that costume? Yeah. Where'd, you, where'd, you perfect- <laughs> where'd you
4: get that knowledge?
2: So. It's just like, fly away, cut to Metropolis. I was like, okay. But even then, it's like, you see his growth as a character. Yeah. And then you rest it was it's like, oh shit, he's still like a newborn trying to move around.
1: Yeah.
0: And music. <laughs> 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 it's like, I'm trying. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm flying. We're
2: flying. should be, flying. <laughs> <laughs> should be, should be <laughs> the end of the score for this entire podcast episode. Just, <laughs> just the fact that we're trying to get it done. <laughs> Maybe we're flying
0: now. <laughs> But come on, Jason, like as a comic book fan, when he flew across the ocean I, I and like the water part, like I got just as like feels from like the animated yeah. series. I was like, oh, so
3: I wanted to see. Like, right. No, I totally agree with that. And that was actually something I wanted to bring up, like before we like before we close out, but I'll bring it up now. Um, his powers in this movie. Like, I love the way they did the heat vision. Yes. I thought yeah. it was such yeah. above and beyond what they've done in the past. Like, I love that whole effect. Um, The flying was great, too. The only issue I have with it, and maybe you could explain it to me, is... Probably not. (laughs) I feel like this is just Snyder just, like, just go with it because it looks beautiful. But it's like, how the hell did his power work? Because it seemed like in the beginning it was kind of like the origins. Like, he's kind of leaping, he's kind of leaping, he's kind of leaping, now he's flying. But then, like, when he kind of, like, crashes down and then, like, he he gets that moment and he gathers himself, it almost looks like it's telekinesis because, like, everything is floating around Like, the rocks... And at points like, and they do this in BVS too, like there's points where he's just, he's just hovering. Like I'm just parallel to the ground. So it's like, how does your power work? Is it telekinetics? Is it just leaping? Is it flying? Like. I kind of felt like Snyder didn't really know. Like, I mean, no one really knows.
0: Cool. Does anyone here know no, the, the, I mean, the logistics of how Superman I flies? I don't think I mean, they
3: ever explained flying for any character. That's always Have bothering you me. Have seen
0: that funny? Um, I don't know what comedian it was, but it was like, "How does Superman fly faster?" Like, I, I could get these flies. Like, I, I would accept that. But what does he do to fly faster? And he's like, "Is this more of this?" He's just like, he
2: puts hands felt, out more. Like, exactly. <laughs> I felt like the, it's like swimming. Think of it that way. But I felt like the, Superman Returns, they did that with
3: yeah, the swimming. Yeah. I like that. But the fact that he was like on the ground and like it almost felt like the. Rocks and gravel around him were hovering. I was like, that kind of feels like a telekinetic kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, they're almost going like an anime route with it. It's like a theory. Yeah. That's um, I like that. You know, I'm like, and I'm like I, he's going Goku you know, right now. And I do yeah. like that, but it's like they kind of never really like delved into it. Like, just go with it. I'm like, all right, I guess I'm just going to go with it.
2: And then you reference it again
3: in BBS. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. At the like
0: end. in the scene where, he, um right before he fights Zod, where he gets knocked down. Mm-hmm that scene looks very teleconnect where he like just kind of like swings up and without touching the ground yeah.
3: he also does it again um, right before or right during when in BVS when Doomsday goes to throw the punch at um, at Lex mm-hmm. he kind of like just hovers in the air and just stops and he's just like there just hovering it's like okay like how is he doing that mm-hmm. oh we're not gonna explain it just go with it. it looks nice okay so like I said I can't explain that
0: <laughs> but, but I, I like your theory about telekinesis
3: Yeah. But I, I, like you said, it is very moving when he's just flying over like the savannah of Africa or wherever the hell he is and over the water. Yeah, it's fun. Like you said, the music makes it work.
0: Yeah. And like, that's why I I can't, for all the complaints people have for this movie, let's just wrap it up. But like, of all the complaints people have, I will never agree with somebody and say this movie is hopeless. Yeah. Like, no. It is baked into this movie's felt like very core. There's hope in this movie. Like, just from the theme, not even the musical theme, but the, the themes of the movie itself.
2: But, like, I mean, they knock you over the head with, like, this symbol means hope. <laughs> <laughs> even in the darkest of times, there will be hope. Yeah. And that's the entire thing with that. Even with all that destruction happening to Metropolis, there is the hope where it's Superman's coming and he's going.
3: To yeah. Even so. what's coming in the future to DCEU. Listen, I was so trying
2: so. to remember fucking Man <laughs> of Steel, all right?
0: But even like the, in the uh, Smallville scene, as small of the moments there are, there are moments where he tells people, like, Get away. It's not safe. Yeah. Yeah, Get in yeah. your homes. I mean, what the fuck use is that when it's like <laughs> you're throwing them through your homes? <laughs> Get in your homes. That's why he falls into the room. What the fuck? My bad. I told you to First go. stay on the job. Sorry. <laughs> you dare. hit my mother. <laughs> oh, Throw my mother. I love that. <laughs> That was like, oh, this is the origin of Martha
1: Shit Shit shit.
0: He's got mom issues.
2: <laughs> yeah, we all know Batman has every issue.
0: Oh, I actually have one more question. Colors. What the hell was well, hey, I wanna say that too, but before we get into that, I wanna talk about the um what was the dream
2: sequence about? You mean the he's talking to Zod? Yeah. Like, I, I still See, get what that, weird dream technology they possessed. That was amazing visually, but it's like, how did that happen? Yeah. yeah. Do, they have, like, do they have, like, Kryptonian, like, mind links? Are they in the Matrix?
0: I don't know. They never explained it at all. I mean, what's the purpose? Couldn't you just wait till he wakes up to talk to them? Like, yeah. yeah. Or, <laughs> I want to talk to him now, so I'm just going to just dream. Or,
2: like, <laughs> what would have been a funny thing is, like, you come back to, like, world, and it's just Zod hovering in his ears, like, listen, Cal. This is what's happening. just whispering all this shit in his <laughs>
1: It's like, what?
0: I mean, on the same subject, though. Does anyone understand Why he I love the scene Where Zod appears And he's that That really threatening Like TV broadcast Mm -hmm. You are not alone You are not alone And he has like The the monologue or whatever Yeah Yeah. But like Why come off threatening He wanted In that moment He wanted Clark To join him To be on his side He didn't want to Force the codex out of him He wanted him To join him willingly And that way They can use the codex Or the bullshit Republic of Krypton Or whatever Yeah But it's like Why be threatening about it why you know,
4: why out him to the world why not just send an emissary or something to like recruit
0: recruitment hey guys is there a kryptonian on this planet we're a bunch of kryptonians and we're all nice so if you see him, them him say hey and come over and <laughs> what you
2: just know, do a scan of the planet and find the one kryptonian dna Yeah. <laughs> a lot Since of genetics questions is so important to them i would think they
4: have a way to do that
0: yeah but even in the dream where it's like either you join me or we will destroy the world that you love. It's like, why would you say that? Just be like, hey, man, we'll bring back both worlds. We'll call <laughs>
2: we'll on
0: the moon. We'll be fine.
2: Yeah.
4: <laughs> just lie. <laughs> the best way for everyone is for you to join us, and then you can help people. Don't you want to help people? I'm like, saying.
2: There's so many pitches. I, I just blame Krypton's genetic rewriting bullshit.
0: You know what's funny? I, I, that was actually the excuse I gave myself. I'm like, maybe because he's bred to be one way, he can't do substance at all. Like He
2: cannot do subtlety. It's like, yeah. this is what I'm about.
0: Worst He's
4: liar wh- ever. <laughs> worst
2: liar yeah. ever. But I, that, I actually... Yeah. That's our Speed Force solution. Like that, why does he do that? It's Kryptonian rewriting.
3: <laughs> but I was actually going to say that as like a serious, maybe that's a reason, the fact that he is a warrior and he doesn't know any other way but yeah. that way. And He's not diplomatic. Yeah, and basically he was scaring the populace of Earth to like, well, if you know about this guy, make him show himself. Or, you know shit's gonna happen because he's a warrior he doesn't know anything else and he will find him <laughs> I will find him <laughs> I'm not saying I agree with it but I mean that's that's a reason it's a reason yeah. I say it's a good reason but it's a reason and again
0: all shit we have to read between the lines and but. it did
3: make that cool like uh I don't know if you would call it a trailer or a teaser or a viral video with the whole you are not alone comes out came out true really cool. that was that very really, true it was really
0: cool on the subject of color though our good friend Arsenio here did an amazing recoloring oh, of so *All of beautiful. Man of Steel*, which basically brought the color of Marvel to DC. <laughs>
1: you
2: want to talk about it real quick? Just how much it changed the atmosphere of the movie? I mean, I, when I first saw it on a YouTube series, where I was like, "What if Man of Steel was in color?" And I was like, "What?" And I watched, and like, they recolored a lot of scenes, like, way more events in my league. Like, they made all of Africa like full on green. Mm. I was like, "That's not totally realistic. There's still some like ground there." But it, I, it got me curious. I'm like. What would it be like? So I just started fucking around with it. I did the first flight scene, yeah, and did with the cut on Jordan. I'm like, hey, what do you think about this? And he's like, oh my god, this is beautiful. Like it
0: completely changes the tone of the movie.
4: No, absolutely. Like I was watching, I was watching the recolored version for the first couple of minutes of Man of Steel. So I saw all the Kryptonian scenes recolored. Mm. Mm. Oh my god, it's like. It's like there's sunshine. Like I mean,
2: let just go real simple. There's, there's sunshine. oranges. There's like other tones. Full
4: range color. of color. You can see all the details. Huh. You can like the baby's even more beautiful. Russell Crowe looks even more loving towards his new son. His beard I mean, has color. It's really crazy. And you lose this movie suits. is. Yeah, you lose so much detail. You can see how red the cape is. That cape is not like a fucking muted like, like Daredevil crazy. red. Yeah. It's actually a bright red, but in the tone, it's so dark.
0: Snyder vision, it's like sepia sunglasses.
1: <laughs>
4: <laughs> real, he either wants things super sepia or super blue. Yeah. But what was really funny is Arsenio, what did you tell me about the interrogation scene when you tried to recolor it? Oh fucking
2: god, I have to like go into that and like, ed- like I did it as like a general edit, so I was, like, oh like this works. Like I went off of the the first flight scene, like, all right, there's a lot of white here so I can figure out a good balance for it especially with the colors. I was like, oh, it works perfectly. I'm sleeping with that. Yeah. But we get to the interrogation scene where he's like, oh, this means hope on my planet. It is so fucking blue. Oh, really? When you
4: lighten it up, it gets more blue.
1: Oh, wow. That's how Because it's shot with like
2: blue gels and blue tones to make it even more blue. So when I brought up the color and the contrast, I'm just like, fuck me, that is like, I'm watching Smurf Man.
1: <laughs> Smurf Man.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'll try to get a better upload of it, and like upload different clips of it on my YouTube and I like can send it to Jordan to post it on his so you guys can see like the visual difference. Yeah. But I'm looking at a comparison photo I have now and it's just like- Oh, I'll
0: never put that in my Instagram account. Like this is a comparison of like- Yeah, we with have a couple comparison
2: I got one right here that oh, that's like- that's dope. Yeah. You see and you're just like, wow, there is like, his skin is like pink. Yeah. His shirt is blue. His cape is not burgundy. It's red. Yeah.
4: And basically, like, it looks
0: much closer to the coloration on
4: Supergirl. Yeah. yeah. Honestly. It yeah. looks like the Tyler Hattling coloration of Superman.
0: Yeah. And, uh, it, uh, just changing the color is amazing how much, like, it changes the mood of a, of an image.
4: He's just flipping back it and forth looks between, co- like, two three different colored he- yeah. Henry Cavill and, like, su- like, you don't even notice how dark it is at first when you're no. watching it. Because you're just sucked into that, but then when you see what it could look like, it's
2: like emo Superman versus like regular Superman in a way. Yeah, like the like I could see his chest hair a lot easier too, which people bitch about apparently in the costume it was like, oh my god, I can see Superman's chest hair. I'm like, he's a man. <laughs> <laughs> he's yeah. a man. Why don't you see man, baby? I was gonna
4: say, side note, like men, you are so sexist to other men just as badly as you are sexist <laughs> to women because, like, I've seen so many complaints about like. Henry Cavill like not being buff enough like when Man of Steel came out.
0: What? Is that why he became fucking huge for BVS? No, I would seriously. argue there's a too lot, huge.
4: There's um I've even seen people say about BVS like oh he's not like he's not buff enough for that, and I've seen them say that about mm-hmm. Tyler Hecklin too that he's not buff enough to be Superman. That
0: I've seen. And I mean I, Tyler Hecklin I get from the promotional photos, but when you see him yeah. in the actual show, that's yeah, fine. No, mean, no, but yeah. it's just
4: like that. Sh- it doesn't exist. That body almost doesn't. Exists. They're comparing it was to
2: the like, comic. Henry Cavill is yeah. like, like the most godlike one that we've had so far, definitely. Yeah, because it's uh, amazing is, like especially like height-wise and like body weight-wise, he had the perfect build. Mm-hmm. But also with spandex, you lose those muscle details. Yeah. That's why even Henry Cavill, as built as he is, is padding has to wear a fucking padded suit because. Yeah.
0: You can't see ab definition like that
2: in
3: a suit no. No, with no, thick material. No way. As cosplayers, we
0: quick, yeah. quick cosplay
4: lesson. Spandex stretches over curves so that it creates a flat plane. It doesn't go in in between all of the curves. So me, as a female with <laughs> a butt that goes out, I don't have a small you waist. You know that in that's spandex. the
0: equivalent of an anime when women have, like, tight shirts and it has, like, a boob cuff. Yeah. yeah. The boob cuff does not exist in reality at no, all. That, it's like, so uh, does your shirt have boob sleeves in it? Or?
4: Or, like, or, like, when the shirts, like, go in and they're, like, flat against the body right in between both. That's what I mean. It looks like yeah. It's, like,
0: like literal boob sleeves. Yeah, it's,
4: like, no. Like, the shirt stretches, it, it goes flat. Like, you can see that I have boobs, but like not Psylocke. like that. It
2: curves into the other titty. Yeah. Just straight yeah. Down. Boob sleeves. <laughs> we need to have a,
4: a cosplay critique. Co- costume critique of all, <laughs> of all different shows at some point.
2: Not Episode enough one, boob sleeps. <laughs> red tornado on Supergirl. Oh Jesus oh, Christ! Oh, <laughs> oh, everything oh. wrong. Featuring
4: why Arrow and Assassin's Creed is bullshit because you can't see out of hoods that way. <laughs> yeah, that will just
2: be a hole. <laughs> I've no <the> perfect vision. <laughs> that just reminds me of like season two when he's like, "Can I wear something without blocking my field of vision?" I'm like, "Bitch, you're in a hoodie. Yeah, we're you're <laughs> blind."
0: Let's see, is there anything else I wanted to say? What I think men. basically cover everything I have in my notes. And
4: considering with the trial and tribulations tonight, that's a
0: Man, we've been struggling. <laughs> struggling
1: <laughs> but,
4: but now you guys know we persevere.
1: Yeah. Oh,
0: one more thing I want to mention. How did you guys feel about the Jesus symbolism? I don't because mind I it. love it.
4: It's embedded into it. Yeah, if you if the, you ignore it, it's weird. It's part of the Superman mythos. <laughs> I
0: mean, some people thought it was too heavy handed. That's why I'm mentioning it.
4: Maybe in BBS a little in bit. BVS,
2: I got, I started to get
0: tired.
4: But not in Man of Steel.
0: Yeah, I thought it was powerful. It's- Subtle, except for that one scene where literally there's the the. He's painting of Jesus oh, yeah. No not that the, well, Jesus behind the him When he's
2: talking to the priest He's like that's me they want <laughs> It's
0: literally right next to
2: him <laughs> Yeah that, that was a bit too much That's a bit too on the nose
0: No I know what you're saying You're saying the scene Where he's talking to jor And then he goes to he save Lois No cruise. That is the best no, moment I Of lo- the movie no, for me I love that I do moment. like that moment That is my favorite yeah. scene You can save for Clark You can save all of them
1: No I,
2: uh, I thought <laughs> you But that was Christian. No, but like uh, the praying and you see Jesus right behind him. Like, what do I do? Right before. Mm -hmm. It's the exact same scene before he goes to get taken by the Romans. Yeah. So it's like, Zach, I know what you're doing. Don't do it.
0: It's very heavy handed. Yeah. That moment was heavy handed. But like the subtlety of like that, you know, on the cross moment. I
4: don't mind it. I feel like you can't, you can't have Superman without talking about it. He's literally a godlike figure.
0: Thirty-three years have been on this planet. I'm thirty-three. Yeah. Thirty-three. Jesus. <laughs>
4: like, you, would make, you would have to make a new character, Clark, just to not do it.
2: Uh, Clark Joseph Kent.
0: Yeah. yeah. And their
3: name is Jay. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> same.
0: Okay. So what? You, what about you? Same thing. No, yeah.
3: Like I said, you can't. It's part of the Superman my mythos. You mm. can't. Like not have them go hand in hand.
0: Okay, yeah. All right, that's interesting because, like I said, people will complain about that. But I love Kingdom Come, the comic book. Yeah. And that's an yeah. entire Jesus allegory for Superman. Yeah. So mm-hmm. like, going into Man of Steel, that was also the reason why I love the movie. because I was like, uh, they make Kingdom Come kind of real. <laughs> yeah. And I, I've always wanted to see that as a movie.
4: And that's kind of like that's kind of like complaining about talking about war and being soldiers when you're talking about Captain America. It's like. You can't you can't have that character without dealing with the context of our world. That's mm. part of our world. Religion is part of our world, so that's yeah. part of Superman's context. Yeah, 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 The same way war is part of Captain America's con- context.
0: What is it good for? <laughs> Absolutely nothing. Copies. Sing it again. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I guess we can wrap it up. Man of Steel review. Retrospective. I appreciate it so much more. Which is very telling of the DC Universe as it stands.
4: Agreed.
0: <laughs> and especially now that, thank you, Jason, we have more information about Wonder oh, Woman. Yeah. So... Damn you! <laughs> hopefully moving forward, though, it'll be all... It will be more Man of Steel in the future DC movies and less Suicide Squad. We only have hope. The <sighs> symbol means hope. hope. <laughs> <laughs> it meant hope. What's the pot's
4: <laughs> It still means hope. It don't, you know. Hope doesn't have to be correct about what actually happens. It's still hope.
0: <laughs> that was good, Sam. Thanks. Hey. That was beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. Now I'll see what she says when Wonder Woman sucks. <laughs>
4: <laughs> it, it'll it'll be an epic, epic opponent to my Luke Cage multi series. Oh, oh my god, man. I can't wait.
0: Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, even better if there's like a di- if Diamondback is in that movie. Like if he's. <laughs> almost made mad his drink. <laughs> Can you dig it?
2: <laughs> That's the moment when Sammy just walks out like, nope, I'm done. <laughs> Literally walks out of the movie theater like, fuck this shit, I'm out. <laughs> I wouldn't even blame you. I was just dial laughing into the theater. Like me watching Dragon Ball Evolution. First two seconds. Nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. 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 <laughs> All right, so let's wrap it on. up. Yeah. This
0: has been Jordan. Oh, we didn't even
4: do the 2016 highlights. Should we? It's been such a long episode. No.
2: Uh, we'll, uh, we'll do it next
4: week. Or we could do a quick one.
0: Now? Can't talk into it. Well, let's, what, let's wrap it up. Let's just do it next it week. We'll do it quick at the beginning. We'll do it first thing next week. Our, our own personal highlights 2016, and then we'll move on. Just because, well, it's just like? At the, I, think, I think we're at the two hour mark for this.
3: <laughs> yeah. With or without the fuck ups, yeah. <laughs> once you edit it, probably still be two hours. But I'm thinking about two
0: hours. And it's funny every time we start the podcast, I'm always like, "This time, guys, we're gonna hit the hour mark." This is the time.
4: And it's funny we always think like we don't have much to talk about, so we'll do a retrospective. We talk and more we have anything to talk
1: about.
2: Yeah, do. we get into the discussions, and that's what drags us out, which is amazing. Uh, it's great content, but Jesus Christ,
0: Nah, fuck you guys. What, what,
3: is guys? <laughs> what is it? 2013, this came out, so three four years later, and we still have so much to talk about about it. Yeah. yeah. So.
0: Because it was a very divisive film. And I mean, say what you want about Zack Snyder, I'm I'm, going to say this and and put a pin in it, but say what you want about Zack Snyder, but it kind of goes hand in hand with what we talked about with the Marvel films and the music and how they play it safe. Yeah. You remember these movies and we talk about this movie and BVS and Suicide Squad, all these movies, more so than we'll talk about like even bad movies like Iron Man 2 or something because there's something to talk about. They take chances. Yeah they took a risk as somewhere. much as
4: we enjoy Marvel there's not really that much to talk about
0: yeah
2: they play it safe
0: yeah they're trying to go for that big win where you take the big risk and get the big rewards but so far we've mostly just been seeing the opposite where you take the big risk and everybody's like what but
4: they say <laughs> if there's no such thing as bad press then they're doing better than Marvel
0: but there is such thing as bad press
1: <laughs> <laughs>
4: You See that that?
0: Woman, that article Jason read? That's bad <laughs> press. Example. That's example. Like, that's a whole article bad press. You say press. that,
4: but what do we cosplay the most? DC characters. What shows do we watch the most? DC. I ain't,
0: I ain't cosplaying. Yeah, I'm always oh, from Suicide Squad. Other than that, I'm not cosplaying the DCEU, though. I'm cosplaying CW or the comics.
4: Well, yeah, but it's still DC. I know, but it's not the
0: same. see
1: <laughs> <laughs> <It's laughs> so you donning an Iron Man
4: suit either, so shut up.
0: That's hard. <laughs> it's expensive. Yeah,
4: I Marvel also doesn't care about its cosplayers, like at all.
0: Okay, Kanye West.
2: I just want to say that Marvel does not care about cosplayers. And there goes my contract with Marvel.
1: Yeah. All right, that's
2: right. <laughs> <laughs> this is Jordan
0: with... Samia, Arsenio. Jason and we will see you next week.
4: Later. Woo! Peace. Peace!
2: Blurred Vision is a podcast made for fans by fans. Find us on Instagram at
4: Blurred Vision or at our website, theblurredvision.com. You can also like us on Facebook or Twitter as The Blurred Vision. Don't like iTunes? We're also on SoundCloud, Stitcher, and YouTube. For any questions or inquiries, please contact us at theblurredvision at
1: gmail.com.